Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker! Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. a and Joining me, my co-host, Nadeon Sands of Primetime. Suck y'all, it's me, the P-R-I-M-E. Hey, uh, oh, man, you sound, you sound a little tired tonight. What's going on? Uh, well, uh, we'll get into it. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, a lot of things to be exhausted about, you know. Uh, glad you guys can come join us for another podcast. Man, I, I've been so so busy. My, my daughter is turning two years old. I'm very happy dad had a birthday party. This was like the the I'm sorry birthday party because usually everybody goes big at one, right? Mm-hmm. I know. And it, it's funny how, especially black folks, we always go big at one, but they know nobody going to remember this at all. Yeah, that's why. I mean, I I never understood why people go big at one, but I, I mean, sure. <laughs> but You got pictures to remind you. Exactly. Because I'm like, look, we had I, my first birthday party at Clementon Park. And oh. both sides of my family we, we we took up the whole park. And we had a birthday party there and I was just like, I'm a none of this shit. But I, I look at the pictures all the time. I can see what I was wearing, all that stuff like that. It was cool. Uh so but I was like last year, you know, it was the pandemic, so we had to give my daughter this the whole Zoom party thing. And it was cool and I was like, we just set this up. I was like, no nah, Everybody was at this Zoom party. I want y'all to come over here. And, you know, vac- we had a vaccinated birthday party. So everybody that was vaccinated came over. And if you weren't vaccinated, put, put your mask on. You know, and for the most part, everybody listened. Mm-hmm. Because, you know. Yeah, of course, it's your house. I was going to say, you know, no. <laughs> we, ain't get, we ain't get that shit nowhere else around this world. So it, it, it was dope. And it was like, you know, it was a good turnout. And then, uh. We had the sprinkler on. We had the bubble machine. They had the sandbox, which I got to go to Lowe's and get more sand now. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was a good weekend. And so I'm, I'm a little behind on everything. I was saying, I'll say that to say that. And, of course, I was watching my NBA playoffs because, you know, the playoffs have started. I got to see if, you know, Philly going to make it to the uh, the finals this year. Probably won't, but, you know, because we got Brooklyn out there. But we got to see. So how was your weekend, Brian? Uh, it was. I don't even remember. It was cool, I guess. You know. Oh, that was it. Was you out I there? Watch, I watched you know, the playoffs. I I know you out there. You know. You say what? 
party with celebrities and I got drunk. I'm about to say, when you, when you out there, you know, doing the damn thing. No, we just had a bunch of uh, meetings. That's all. Planning stuff. Stuff in the future. We got coming out. So Look, that's all. That's all we're really doing. You know what I, I think we should do? Planning, planning what? I think we I think we should plan a mega podcast crossover and you should come to Philly. Come to Philly. Come to Philly. Come see the Nerd Coalition up here in Philly, bro. I mean, yeah, you know, I can do that. Don't worry, bro. I'll and tell you. Again, I'll, I'll tell you what parts of Philly I have to go to. All of them. No. <laughs> I am. I'm about to say because look, look, Florida man lives everywhere down there. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I'm saying, look, it's like we are coming to. You don't go to Southwest. You don't go to South. You don't. You know. You, you don't go to North too too much unless you know. But when you in you know Uptown, when you in Center City, when you in Northeast, you know what I'm saying it's cool. Okay. And I'm in Uptown. Okay. Well, and, we'll have to get something together. Yeah. You know, I'm so, that. Me and you know, and, and shout out to uh, to, to Q Flow out there because you know. Uh, you know, especially being a raptor, uh, raptor, a rapper. You know, what I'm saying uh, yeah, he in uptown too. So the whole squad up here in up uh, in uptown for the most part, and some in north. You know, what I'm saying so. Mm-hmm. You know, we all cool, but yeah. So yeah, we we, we gotta work something out. We, we we gotta have you know the collision in Philly. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Uh, make sure you guys also, if you guys are in the Philadelphia area or just listen to us around the world, make sure you guys check out spacesphilly.com. You, uh, your host for your black podcast is here in Philly for all your entertainment needs, such, such as the Lulu and Pop Plus One, which I met the Plus One this weekend. Cute baby. Uh, also, the Lulu Pop Horror Show, both sides, the Market Dark Show, and... Uh, we have the the, uh, the Mark Explained show also that's up there too. You guys should check out the the, the new the, the Nerd Coalition content up there as well. The No Gimmick Scene of Wrestling podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Nerd Gas with Talk podcast. We were behind on that this weekend because we was obviously all at the party. So hopefully we can get get that to you guys this week. And uh, Drunk Thoughts Over Tongues Balls Notch podcast. A lot of the, you know the, uh, the playoffs is going on, so we're gonna see probably talk a little bit about that as well <clears throat> then you guys can check us out on all your podcast apps and needs such as stitcher iHeartRadio, spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. if you like the little snippets that we do check out youtube premium as well and besides starting we were i was supposed to start this last week and i didn't get to it but the first episode of the no gimmicks needed rewind this is something that prime has been asking for also so I'm glad to announce that we're doing that because I'm putting out the the New Jack, uh, you know, the Life of Crimes of New Jack review that we did because these okay. are some of the old snippets that we didn't get to talk about and uh, that we talked about on on all the older episodes, but we just you know they, they weren't they weren't carried over to this episode. So I was like, okay, definitely uh, want to do that, and uh, huh. There are a couple episodes that I know Prime is waiting for. Trust me, they will be on the rewind, especially when we okay. we, we, cool. we 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 talk about wrestling theme songs. When we was talking about indie wrestling, 
Mm-hmm. You know, a, a lot of back in the day shows, so I can't wait to do, to do the rewind. That was gonna be dope. So, uh, so this week I'm making sure to start off with. I think I'm gonna do a double feature because we got the new Jack Wayne that's supposed to go up last week, and then since we had another Dark Side of the Ring, I was gonna put up the Brawl for all, <laughs> or, or, or the Crispin <laughs> Wild, or, or the Voldemort one. You know. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Shit, since we had that two part Brian Pillman one, I figured you know so. Uh, why not? But yeah. Uh, so uh, you should you should you should put up the Owen Hart one because it's the anniversary. Oh snap! It, it was a twenty-two year anniversary, right? It was it today or yesterday? It was today. It's wait, either so, today, yesterday, or the day before, or the day after. Wait, it's in these couple of days. He he died May twenty-third, right? Uh, oh, the I, I don't know. I don't know the date for sure. Okay, no, you know what? I'm 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 like you are so right about that. I forgot about the uh the old, old heart anniversary, and I think him and I mean, well, him him and New Jack. Yeah, yesterday was the anniversary, the twenty third. Okay, okay. Yeah, twenty third. So yeah, you know what? Yeah, thanks for that prior time. Make sure I definitely put uh put those things up. So. Yeah, stay tuned for all that great stuff. But hold on, man. We can't just keep always, you know, promoting my podcast stuff like that. We got to talk about the Prime Nostalgia Podcast, which you guys can listen to every single Friday along with the Prime Conversation. So, Prime, who was this this, this past Friday? Uh, This week, we did a Kobe Bryant appreciation episode. Oh, wow. Yep. Nice, because you know what for those who don't know, Kobe was in, just got inducted to the Hall of Fame, and it ain't because he yep. died. Kobe was already selected before he passed away. Yep. And it's just yep. that he yep. couldn't, you know, do, go there to be do, to, to do the speech or nothing like that. But great honor, though. Yeah, we um we talked about Kobe then, of course, with us being like a TV and movie. Hello, you podcast. Just, we talked about uh, him. We talked about him for one off on the court, and we talked about his uh, when he was in like TV shows like Moesha and all that. So. Oh yeah, I remember him on all that. Yep, yep. Uh, we also let's see if you can remember this. Talked about the infamous uh, commercial where he jumped over the car. Yeah, okay, I remember the car. Do you, do you remember the pool full of snakes? Yes, uh, that was brought up too. <laughs> Both of those were brought up, and my co-host forgot, and I was just like, wow. Do you remember the Do you remember the commercial of the dunk from the three point line? Kobe, I don't remember the three point line dunk. Okay, oh, it, was, it, was, it, was like the three, it was like the three point line dunk on the top of the key dunk. Yeah, we talked about three commercials. Talk about that commercial, the, the the car commercial, the pool commercial, and then the I hate Kobe commercial. So. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh man, you, you should have bought the eighty-one dollars with Jay Larue. Nah, I didn't. That one did. That one was. I was gonna talk about it, but I was like, Nah, I just got these two. Two. I just got these three to bring up, and then we gonna move on because we got a lot. We talked about him on the court, him playing his moves, and then him on TV shows, and then him in commercials. So we kind of, you know, we kind of padded it up. <laughs> yeah, I got you. 
So well, that, that's great. Y'all make sure y'all check out the Prime Satchel podcast. Also check out my main man Q Flow as he does the rap game and as he's getting bigger and bigger. Got more shows playing. The man is on traveling, so you know he can't be on the on the podcast as often. But I appreciate him going there and getting the grind on for all of us, bro. And, you know when he win, we all win. Mm-hmm. And single for Prime, single for myself. So that, that's how we spread the love around here. So gotta get into some, you know, gotta get into some wrestling. What a week of wrestling. That we had <laughs> this past week. Dark Side of the Rain has their new episode 3 out. A&E had the biography of Shawn Michaels out. I did not catch the A&E uh, uh, the documentary of Shawn Michaels. The, the last documentary I seen of Shawn Michaels, right, was the Heartbreak and Triumph documentary. Okay. Which, which, which came out in, like, what was that, 2007? I don't think I've ever seen a documentary of Shawn Michaels. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of don't think I want to. I don't know. It's just I mean, weird. It's he, not weird, but it's kind of like I don't know. He has a very interesting story. I put it that way. Yeah, but the ones that you know, the ones that WWE put out, they lie. So that's kind of probably why I didn't want to. Yeah. Because you know, Shawn Michaels been a Christian all his life. Sure. Sure okay, well, we know that's a lot. Okay, so. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, uh-huh. I'm just saying, you know, sure, 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 you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, no, but, uh, <clears throat> but we also <laughs> want to talk about the biggest news that dropped this past week mm-hmm. is that we got more WWE mm-hmm. releases, but this time they're from NXT. And. There are a couple of names on this list that we we and we're gonna go into detail, but so NXT had to release uh, eight people off their roster, and at first, the first day I was just like, all right, because I'm not missing any of those people because they weren't used at all, and um, but it, 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 there was some that need to be released. We had uh, was it Drake <sighs> Younger? Uh, okay. Is it called because his name was Wurtz, you know? W E R T Z. He was an indie wrestler. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. From who CZW. actually? Who actually? He was uh, he was in the Nick Gage uh, Dark Side of the Ring because he was wrestling. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was saying I just said C Z W. Drake Dad Street from here. They released him. It was the match. <laughs> it was the match where he uh, where he uh, didn't stop dropping roll. He stood and rolled. Oh, yeah. Yo, man, that shit don't work. <laughs> it, it worked if you did, did it right, but okay. Yeah. Uh, Alexander Wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandy Lauren or Skylar Storm. Uh, yeah, Skylar I feel Story. bad for her. Because she just got signed and then, like, you know, she, she moved into her house, like, two days ago. And hey, that's got to move out. Like, so she moved out the next day. That that's fucked up, man. That is messed up. I hope you know. Hope you know. Th- th- I hate when shit like that happens. Uh, Kadavia, uh, Deva, who's her? Uh, she, she, I believe is the the Indian woman that was at WrestleMania thirty four. Oh, uh, oh yeah, she had to go. I believe. Yeah, uh, Jake Clemens. Uh, then we have uh, Ezra Judge, mm-hmm. Jessamine Duke, too. huh? 
Yep, she had to go. Yeah, she, she had to go. She had to go. First of all, why is Marina Shafir name right on here? Because she's still signed. Uh, <laughs> Vanessa Bourne. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it funny? We just asked about Vanessa Bourne. Well, I know she was going. I know she was not going, but you know she ain't been there in like forever. I don't think she wrestled since twenty nineteen. You're right. So, you know. Yeah, remember, because her and Aaliyah was a thing at first. It was like, what happened to that? Mm-hmm. And then, so I was just like, all right, well, yeah, there was a he- there was a there was a heavy thing too. Like it was like almost like iconic, almost to the point of like being a full iconic type of tag team, like the Iconics. But then they just like out of nowhere separated. <laughs> so exactly. So, but now I was like, all right, well, we 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 got to talk about Drake Younger. But then the next day. They released a big name, and it finally came. It caught up. Velveteen Dream. He couldn't JTG it no more. He got caught, and they finally honestly. Released it. Uh, he he released a couple statements, and it's been like verified and stuff from a couple people. He might be off. The, he's he's uh, off the hook. I think. He's off what? He's off the hook, like with his uh, his legal people or whatever. Yeah, they they, they gave they gave him the official off the hook uh, thing. Oh, for, oh, for his accusations. Yeah, so I, I guess the reason they fired him was for him to actually come out. Like, well, they, they fired him to fire him, of course. But like, now that he's fired, he can openly talk about it and not like just not say nothing. Okay, so do you think this is this is a, a slide move? For WWE to like rehire him? Uh yeah, could could be. Like, like like they fire him, he comes out. It's like it's like okay, uh, so like he was in character all the time. Yeah. Like even backstage and all that kind of stuff. Matt, so, Matt Hardy style. Yeah, so I think this is either their way or his way to like come out of that character just to say, all right, this is me back to cart now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Then to eventually probably get back, but he he released a statement this morning, like soon as like this morning, saying like this is what happened, and then it's it's like he got his lawyers and all that to like verify and do all this and connect the dots and all that. Yeah. So you know he might be like, he might might be off the hook with his uh, allegations because it's like all the evidence he's saying is like there. So well, I mean if 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 he's off the hook. I mean, you know, hey, you're supposed to be because you know a lot of people aren't. You're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty in this country. But like I said, a lot of people aren't. But uh, it, it still rubbed me the wrong way of when, when the accusations came out. If he is off the hook and they have proven that he wasn't responsible for those things, well then, you know, wait, what, what were the allegations? Uh, he was having you know inappropriate texts that he was sexting, you know, underage boys. Okay, so he he cleared that up. Okay, yeah. So I guess he said he's he said he's in Prince all the time. So he was androgynous the whole time. Yeah. But he says he never did that, and he he said what uh one of the dudes was mad at him. What? So you said who was mad at him? One of them. It was like two guys. One of them was mad at him because he cut him off. Uh huh. Because whatever the case was, the guy wanted to be a wrestler, 
he like had too many concussions or something, and uh, Double Team Dream was basically like, I'm, I'm not trying to watch you die, so don't talk to me no more because I'm not helping you become a wrestler if you got injured this many times. And I guess he said the dude got mad, and then um, you know somebody else they got he got together with somebody else and they kind of like did this whole story or whatever. Uh, but uh, I gotta go back and read it. But he could, he connected the dots. He had his manager involved, his agent involved, his lawyer involved in the dots. It's either he got good lawyers or they just kind of, you know, did what they did. But uh, the story checks out as far as his lawyers and people are concerned. So he could be getting a job at AEW. That's what I'm saying. Could be. Oh, guys, it is it, is. Is, is that the, the hell we died on? Everybody's like, yeah, you know, everybody go to AEW. Nah, if it, if, but if his story checks out and he's like completely innocent, like the story checks out 100% and not just like by his lawyers, then yes, they will be they will force not to pick him up if everything checks out the way that he says it's supposed to. Yeah. And then people was like, people was like, this story makes sense. Why didn't you speak up sooner? And I was like, I think. You can't speak up in an investigation. So see that the investigation is over, or he's he got the uh, letters to talk about it. Uh huh. See the the thing. So he has a thirty day non complete clause, and then that that's up in, on June nineteenth. So he's free to go wherever he wants to go. Now here's the thing: there are a lot of people out there who still feel as though that Velveteen Dream is guilty. Yeah. I mean, because look, you 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 know how how Twitter is stuff like that too. Once again, I necessarily guys don't know, and I, I've I've said my piece about Velveteen Dream on this on this podcast before because the the guy this is go by talent alone. The guy's a very talented guy mm-hmm. when it comes to wrestling, when it comes to character, when it comes to stepping up. Because ever since he started getting very popular. He's a, he was a heel, and then he just he got sucked in to this Velveteen Dream character, and then that match in 2017 War Games with Aleister Black. Oh no, it wasn't War Games. It was, it was another. Uh, well, I don't know what, what which NXT Takeover was, but that match he had with Aleister Black that put him really on the map, and then he it was yeah. a yeah, it was a steamroll ever That's since then, huh? That was War Games. Is yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. There was a steamroll ever since then, and then we had, uh, you know, things with Cassius Ono that we had. You know, he was being put big time matches, and then even when they, they put him in the big time matches, like the one where he, he he won against for the NXT Championship against Ciampa, which is a good match at another War Games. All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna try to read what what some of this says. All right, okay. So he said one night I. Posted from my verified uh, story that my DMs are open. So this 17-year-old wrestler, Jacob, uh, you know, tried to ask me. Uh, I ain't going to read it away for you. But basically, Jacob asked him how to be a wrestler. And he told him what he would need, the physique and all this kind of stuff. And he said, because you're an independent contractor, nobody's going to tell you how to eat or when to work out, when to do this. So you got to make sure that you are uh, serious about this. Also work on your promo because somebody would rather watch you doing a promo than this choreographed fight. Uh, Jacob explained how anxious and he felt messaging me and asked me to verify if it was really me. I did find it strange because I do have a blue check. 
But as a lifelong fan, I remember meet and greets and days I would message wrestlers hoping to be seen. So I talked it up with him and sent an innocent voice message. In my Velvet Team Dream voice, as to keep kayfabe, the full voice message is asking Jacob his weight, his height, where he trained, and what school he attended, which Jacob answered back with a voice message. I continued to answer his questions politely until I wrapped up the conversation. April, the next day, I woke up to notification and tags and created screenshots and videos of the conversation that I didn't have with Jacob. I immediately contacted WWE talent relations social media departments and began an investigation. Even after they released me, they released a statement maintaining my innocence, and that part hurt me, uh, was having a personal picture that I used in my other personal life that wasn't supposed to be seen, being used to label me as a predator. I am in no way the word a predator. This is the first and only time I've been accused of any solicitation to anybody. Uh, Josh and Jacob are two of many people that I've helped, yet these are the only two that who have found me malicious and uh, how I go about helping others. Uh, Josh and they contact each other. And all of this experience just diminished my character. Dream over by Patrick Clark lives to fight another day. That was some of his statement. Uh, and people, some people are sending checks out, some people are sending the don't check out. But we will see. Yeah. That's all I would say. Because if it completely checks out, then he would definitely be headed to AEW. Mm-hmm. If yeah, because see, here's here's the thing. Um there uh I can't go against anything. You know, like uh, what's going because like I said if the, if it if it checks out it checks out but you know say but we still you know we still don't know yet I'm not gonna say defend Velveteen Dream but I am gonna say if this was a, a time like I said you had Sean Triple H and Cena backing you there was no wrongdoing you know you got guys who don't have that like Dolph Ziggler and end up like he is it all it it really all depends who is backing you and look bro look let's let's just be this is called spade to spade here. It was a black guy. Mm-hmm. We really get that. And you know that part. And when you got somebody, the big names is praising you. It's like, yeah, we, we take one for the team. And you go out and do, and it, these accusations stuff go out and do this shit because it almost makes it seem like, you know, he, he, he was so deep in the character. He didn't want, you know, he didn't want nothing to happen to the character. So he kept this shit going. Like, I'm like, look, bro. That's exactly what he said. Yeah, and I'm like, no, nah. because I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No disrespect, you know. I'm not, but here's the thing: it's kind of hard to buy shit like that from a younger guy. If that was the Undertaker talking, maybe. Dang, nobody can't study the product to to be in kayfabe, so Kevin Owens can't do it. I just, I don't know. I'm just saying because it seems like <laughs> these young guys have a different perspective. Because I have a different respect for K-Fed. I'm like, to the point where, fuck this character if it means ruining my life and my job. That is true. Because even Matt Hardy's smart. I mean, Matt Hardy's same character with the broken thing the whole time. But if it came to something that, that can affect his family, affect his kids, affect anything of that nature, Matt Hardy would time to turn that shit off. Yeah, right. And then, you know, certain things, even if oh. you want, you know what? What? Just real quick, 
that was around the time Matt Hardy was doing the broken thing too when he came up with Velveteen Dream. Yeah, so that was probably in his in his mind as well. It probably it probably was. People probably looked at the, the Matt Hardy like, hey, he's trying to bring you know the kayfabe thing back. And once again, when it comes to being on TV. When it comes to being sometimes out of public when people see you all the time and you want to maintain or doing interviews and you want to maintain that Velveteen Dream personality, that whole Prince personality, stuff like that, I understand that because, you know, you, you have a, a true love for the business of wrestling, of professional wrestling. But if there's, an, if there's a situation that comes up that is going to affect your life, not the Velveteen Dreams, like Patrick Clark's life, when there's a situation that is is these true allegations that are coming out about how these people are feeling, and it's going to mess up your job as Velveteen Dream. So both Velveteen Dream and Patrick Clark is affected by this. You, you know what this reminds me of? Hulk Hogan and Terry Bollea. Uh, well, I, I guess you want to go on the rant because, you know, Hulk Hogan and Terry Bollea are too- I was because right. remember how Hulk Hogan like Hulk Hogan would Terry Belay would blame shit on Hulk Hogan and say it wasn't him, it was Hulk Hogan talking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, y'all cannot be excused for this kind of character. Like people can ever say like, hey, Vince McMahon used the N word, but it wasn't Vince McMahon, it was Mister McMahon that used the N word. I'm like, it don't matter. It it it, it don't. Man, that man said anything on live TV, and I'm like, you, you're not going to go out here and go out your way to to, to keep thing of a storyline. Fuck that, especially not the career he's having. Not for the career that Velveteen Dream is having. <coughs> that shit, shit makes no sense to me. And then he he goes out and it, it, after everything happened, this is what happened. He can go to AEW, he can go to New Japan, he can go to Ring of Honor. He can go to Impact Wrestling. It doesn't matter. The fire is gone. He has to rebuild it because no matter where he goes, especially what, what you know, even if that accusations accusations clear out, people going to if, if even if they clear out, people going to say, you know, hey, it doesn't matter. He's lying. This happens with us all the time, especially black people. Michael Jackson can beat the case. It doesn't matter. People call him a pedophile to the day he died and beyond. I mean, he had two new cases on the way two years ago. Yeah, you know well, there's always gonna be something up, coming up about it. it. Anytime you can, you can tear some, some uh, reputation down. They've been tearing down Janet Jackson for the Super Bowl thing, even though and they didn't say nothing to Justin Timberlake. This shit happens, y'all, and, and so he can't go. He's not gonna go to AEW and be like, hey. uh Patrick Clark here. I'm going to, you know, go, go, go try to do something, and then people are going to respond to him well. They're not, and he could go try to be a universal heel, but I, I, I just don't know how this thing is going to play out. You know how things work, but he really, for somebody being so young, it had so potential. Him and Lars Sullivan, I they got so much potential, and they ruin it. They ruin it with their attitudes and the things, and then their 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 arrogance or whatever the case may be and it, it's 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 a problem and then we got to go talk about Drake Younger 
who was a referee for NXT, who also worked at CCW Evolve Dragon Gate USA uh-huh. for the Deathmatch style. And he signed in WWE in 2014. And because he retired from every competition, uh, he he's in the CCW Hall of Fame. Wow, okay. And uh, he was a referee. And everybody was like, well, you're like, well, Velveteen Dream's the biggest thing that got released. Yeah, but... Drake Younger had some issues with him too, and he had to go. And the thing is, he was under fire for scandalous comments he made during a Zoom meeting while wearing his NXT referee shirt. Mm-hmm. Dumbass! <laughs> you go and make these comments, and then because when you're wearing that that shirt and that referee uniform, you're representing WWE, and you know I don't give a damn how they feel. Look, we all know. That um, Vince and the former, you know, and the former president are homies, right? But he ain't going to do nothing that's going to affect his sponsors or the whole McMahon family, whoever, whatever case, how they feel or not. Uh, So he had some things go uh, in this call. uh, Talk about you know. the, 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 the uh, QAnon conspiracies and and uh, talk about the government and the, the, the anti-masking and it's it's a bit of whole stuff. This is what some of the things that he said uh, about his radical views. He says he says and I quote: "My wife says some folks are apparently writing about my our, our radical views." Which, in his mind, are he said, human trafficking is modern day slavery, and we seek to eradicate it. Abortion is murder and needs to be abolished. Children in my community that are being forced by local government to wear masks for eight hours a day against their parents' wishes is abuse. We have a God-oriented duty to speak up for the least of these uh, petition our uh, magistrates to prevent harm upon children if this is radical then label me an extremist for Christ we, we're not called to fit in with the world we're called to serve God we ought to obey God rather than man act 5 verse or chapter 5 verse 29 <sighs> Okay. <laughs> people, I hate that people throw God in everything. Does that get on your nerves prior time? Uh, sometimes. But sometimes, honestly, it's like an instant turn off, depending on what they're talking about. Say what? Sometimes it's an instant turn off, depending on what they're talking about. I, I agree with you. Every like time they do it, I'm like, turn I, the channel. Yeah. What'd you say? It's like an instant turn the channel, depending on what they're talking it, about. It, it, exa- I, I agree with you Cole Harley about that. Uh, sometimes when they, when they want to bring this religion, because first of all, I hate when people do that. Okay? And, and here's the thing. It, it's amazing how when, if, if me and Prime say it's an instant turn off, because me and Prime both believe in God. We go to church. Don't we, Prime? Mm-hmm. So... But here's the thing. I, I don't come on this podcast throwing my beliefs out there to whoever is listening and saying that 
they have to, you know, believe it or not. And I, I hate the fact that it seems like, okay, so if my if I want to have my child wear a mask, I don't believe in God. I don't love the Lord. I don't obey or, you know, I don't obey God rather than me. That's your excuse, okay? You're, you're forcing your way of thinking onto other people. And, you know, this, this, ain't, this ain't the only crazy shit he said. At, at all, this is not the only, it's not the only, only kind of crazy stuff he said. He he has said some radical stuff about uh, other things. Like I, I can't necessarily find uh, all the things that they say he said. But you know, I, I'm so sick about these damn mass things. I'm like people, you know, doctors. Got, first of all, doctors got to wear these masks way longer than we have to. Okay, mm-hmm. they've been doing they've been doing it for decades now. Oh, they've been doing it for centuries. Like they've been doing it for so long. You know what I'm saying? Why the hell are we even complaining? And then here's the thing: uh, uh, the mass of kids, like okay, they call it you know uh, abuse for the. We just trying to keep the kids safe. And if you're so anxious about getting them back into school so soon, because you know it ain't. I don't understand why people feel as though that their kid is the ones. That's not the, just because their kid's not sick don't mean nobody else's kid is not sick. There are kids that have different issues that I've seen go to my son's school that sometimes had to walk around with a ventilator or something like that just so they can have an education and sometimes they can't be around that kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. That shit gets me upset. And I'm like, and then... But it don't matter because it's kind of like the people who, who don't want to vex their kids when they're born, but then yet they go around and they spread all the they spread all these diseases to other kids. But since their kid is all right, it's fine. But they don't give a fuck about none of these other kids. Everybody's not the same. The whole abortion thing, bro. Right. I'm like, look, who I, I'm a man. I, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know talk about my views about abortion because this is not just what this show is necessarily about but what I'm saying is at the end of the day this is the one thing I tell myself and I, I, that's prime time on that end this is Mr. A&E on this end we do a podcast it's one thing I wake up every morning and realize you know what that is prime? what is it? I'm not God oh okay okay well that's it. I don't. It's. I don't doom nobody. I, I don't grant them to heaven. I don't doom them to hell. That's not my job. My job is to go right here and try as a you know as they say as a Christian to try to spread the teaching like you know to, to go around be be Christ like. I help people. You know, say I try to make people feel well. I try to entertain people. You know, I try to pay it forward. If people need money, if people need something like that, if people need help with something, if I'm able to do it, I offer my help. If you know, especially when it comes to advice or just being there to, to comfort people when they need to, to be that kind of person to be kind of nice to so the world can go around. Mm-hmm. Because it's amazing when people talk about how they want to just do God's work and and they're, they're extremists for Christ. But yet, read one part of the Bible where Christ judged. Can you pray? Can I? I mean, honestly, this whole 
this whole thing, I'm just, I, I am definitely just in my, I mean, I don't know, I'm, I'm just been silent. I, I ain't know. I, okay, wait, before we even get into this, did you see the video? Which video? Oh, Drake. No, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't see the video. There's a video of him, like, interrupting. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. The video I, would made it, made it even more crazy. Because, me personally, I didn't want to see the video because it was going to probably make me mad. Okay, okay, okay. To be completely honest with you, it's probably going to be mad. I'm, I'm reading from the transcripts, though. Okay. Yeah, of 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 stuff like that. Because there was also say saying when um the whole killing of George Floyd last year, which which had the whole meeting with the NXT. Oh, he want that. Yeah, about about the Black Lives Matter stuff and, 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 and how they're not here to judge about race, creed, or whatever the case may be. If you if you want to talk about it, his office is open to it. He walked out the meeting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, what the hell are you so offended about? I, I, like, what the hell are you so offended about? That mm-hmm. right there, to me, you know, it, it says a lot. It says, it, says a lot, it says a lot about your character. And honestly, I don't feel sorry that you had to go. That's what I was saying. Like you know, when it comes to him, when it comes to Velveteen Dream, and I'm like, and all the people on this list, I'm like, this is the Friday, the, the first list of releases that I actually agree with, opposed to Billy Kay and Samoa Joe and Mickey James. Mm-hmm. There, I can't find no logical reason why y'all released them other than that y'all fucked up. And I was a more upset about that, but this this list of release that just came out for NXT, I. I have no problem with anybody on this list. None, mm-hmm. and that's including the Velveteen Dream. I have no problem with no because you, you, you're not going to get a rebuttal out of me. Yep, you're not going to get a rebuttal. You, you had to go. That's just the way. Now, if they said they released like Swerve Scott, I'm like, why? You know, saying no, that makes no sense. But <coughs> this kind of thing right here, no. It, it, it had to go. They both had to go, and the rest of people had to go. They weren't using them, and it, it's none of these people that miss is going to be missed. And honestly, how Marina Shafir slipped through these cracks, I'm pretty sure she got because Justin McDuke is the one that's married to Roderick Strong, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm yeah. So I'm like, yeah, just you're going to be going probably quietly to the point where, where nobody knows. But I'm just like, yeah, okay. So get rid of them. <sighs> You're, you know, honestly, just get, get rid of it. It's, it, it. Any final thoughts you have on this before you move on? Nah, nah, I don't got nothing. Oh, baby. But, however, uh, all right, so I, I almost want to say good riddance. I really do, but I'm not going to go there this year. <laughs> I, I'm not going to go there that, that, just this year. Uh, how, real quick, though, since I know you, you watch New, New Japan, your boy Real Osprey hurt his neck again. Of course he did. His neck is always hurt. Just like, literally, his neck is. He's been wrestling, wrestling with a broken neck for about three years. Him and uh, Abushi. So. so, so what necessarily happened? Do you know? Like, I didn't see any of the match or anything like that. Or, no, it wasn't or, in the match. It, happened. it wasn't during the match. It, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> he he been having a broken neck for years. Any any movement, and hey, <laughs> there you go. 
So well, no, it was not. It wasn't during the match. It was like he probably took out the trash. He's like, ah, my neck. He said he probably took out the trash. He said, ah, my neck. Yeah, seriously, it wasn't. It wasn't during the match. It wasn't doing nothing. Nothing like in ring. Nothing wrestling related. It was just like an everyday task. And he, he you're speaking uh, low. He, I, I, I can't hear you speaking low. Whatever happened, he uh, aggravated it enough to where he couldn't even. Uh, like have a match to like have them take it off him. Wow. Well, that that opens up the floor. I mean, I don't know. Well, I don't know who's gonna take the title. If it's gonna be Okada or Tanahashi, Takahashi, maybe the belt collector Omega would come back and collect that belt too, or maybe uh. Brian Danielson, since he's free, maybe he can come and get the belt. I don't know. Look, it's up I, in the air. I, I don't know what's going to happen because right there, he's not. It just shows as a result, he will not be participating in the next series of events and will instead return to the UK for treatment and rehab. Yes, there's no timetable for the return, so the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship will be vacated. Maybe Daniel Brian Danielson goes back and gets it. That'll be kind of dope. Mm-hmm. Because we, we don't know. Maybe some old Joe. Well, maybe Kenny Omega can continue his belt collecting oh If they give Kenny Omega all the belts, I, I don't know how I'm going to feel. The Hardys did it. Let's tag team, though. Oh, that's what, uh, what, they, can, what they can do. They had all because the belts. They had the belts in TNA and Ring of Honor and WWE and like uh, five other companies at the same time. <laughs> Uh, I, mean, it's, but, it, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it'll probably be dope. But I'm just like, but I don't want too much overexposure. Kenny Omega, cause I like Kenny Omega. I mean, I like I like Hill Kenny Omega better than not better than Face Omega, but like I like his he get he get better promos and he like he has a better character rather than just being the best bout machine. Uh huh. So I like this version of Omega, but uh, I mean. He has another championship. Would that be what five, five world championships at, at one time? Let's see. He so got the, he, he got the AEW. Yep. The TNA. Yep. The Impact. Yep. So that'd be four then. And AAA. He has AAA. AAA Omega Championship. Oh snap! I know he had that. Yep. He uh. And when he comes out, he comes out with the AEW, and then Michael Nakazawa comes out with three belts. Oh shit! Okay, I I did not I did not. Well, if that's the case with well, the yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> either either Omega or Brian Danielson, I I can say. Yo, uh, is there any the way you can buy like the uh, the AEW championship? I know they don't have. I don't think they have an official one, but I know they have people that do sell it. Yeah. Okay, so they don't have an official one like 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 WWE. Then. No, they don't. But they do have. They some people do sell them. Like belt makers do sell them. Yes. Oh, okay, because I, I was like, I kind of want the AEW championship. I kind of want the TNT championship too. Well, hey, uh, that's something we got to talk about too. By the way. Oh, uh, which are you talking about the the, the move? Yes, because it's not going to be TNT Championship for that much longer. If it is, that's stupid to not. They might as well just call it the Television Championship by the at this point. You're might right. Well. Oh, 
You're absolutely right. So for those who don't know, uh, AEW in 2022 is moving. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday, that TNT wrestling AEW Dynamite will move to TBS in January 2022, uh, which literally is about seven months away. The move comes to mm-hmm. TNT is adding a new hour-long series, uh, AEW Rampage. <clears throat> which will debut August 13th at 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. It too will relocate to TBS with Dynamite in 2022. So, uh, now, we're, we're, we're finally, AEW is finally going to have its, like, SmackDown show. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they're actually moving kind of quick, which honestly, I think it's kind of, it's kind of good news Reviewing is going to be a bitch, but because <laughs> right now, <coughs> reviewing NXT and AEW right now, where it's just so much wrestling in a week, and we, we haven't had this much wrestling in a I week. I mean, I well, I don't watch that much, I only watch like two hours worth, uh, you know. <laughs> And you don't want to have you watching five, six, seven hours and then be mad. I mean, no, I ain't, no. Well, I mean, you know, I got to do it for the people. You know, you the one who, who left the people. I'm trying to keep the people. Hey. Hey. But if you recognize, I have not been watching Raw like that. Good. And you feel better, don't you? I do, but, you know, say I I, I will feel kind of good, though, at least if me and you can review the, 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 the good stuff. Because watch if you turn back to Raw first thing you see even Marie and then you're going to be mad at you. Oh, like, you're fucking Marie. I see? Exactly. So, Look, I, all I'm saying is why can't we, you know, review the good stuff? Uh, because it's, it's like three hours worth of bad and like two minutes worth you of good. Supposed to, you're supposed to be my partner. <sighs> well, I think about it. <laughs> Uh, but in, in the meantime, no, no, yeah, y'all. So, y'all gotta think about it. y'all gotta think about it. The people listening to this, think about how many hours of wrestling come on a week. Think all about I'm how much is, of that is, is watch good. NXT. I, I, I'll say you gotta watch NXT in in AEW. That's all hey, I'm man. NXT been falling off too. I ain't gonna lie. NXT been falling off for a while. No, but they but they came back this week though. Which we'll, uh, we'll get we'll, into it we'll with tonight war. Uh, so. Uh yeah, we, we we we're getting this whole new thing on TNT. Everything's moving to TBS. So I'm not gonna lie, I have not watched TBS in a while. I always watch TNT, but uh, if it's coming to TBS, I definitely will watch it. And uh, if it's coming to TBS, that means that they're gonna have to be more censored. They can't say whatever they want. Yeah, because well, I mean, Turner also owns TBS. Also, yeah, yes, but TBS is more family friendly, while TNT is more like the adult channel. Yeah, oh, good point. Good point on that one. Uh, so, I think it's going to be cool. Which I so, never understood because Family Guy comes on TBS, which I never understand why. And I mean, it comes on the family. Too. Yes, yes. I know, so maybe. So, it looks but, like um, uh, um, Dynamite is going to probably stay on Wednesdays, and this Rampage show is going to be on Fridays. Yes, uh, that's that is the case, and they're gonna have a, they're gonna have four shows throughout the year on TNT, like a Saturday night's main event, like a super card. Oh, 
they are really doing the WCW thing. Yeah, they they announced that they're gonna have like a whether it's like a the, one of the, one of the big shows they gonna put that as like one of the days. They don't know if it's gonna be on a Wednesday or Friday or Saturday. They are gonna do like four uh, super cards a year. I'm about to say because they already got if they when they add this rampage show they already are at four shows because you got two of the internet shows which is either Evelation and Dark. Yeah, but those are Tony Khan officially said like those are just like. Develop those are just to help with developmental talent get on TV and get on get on camera and rest in front of a crowd. So those are not like canon. Gotcha. Okay. But uh, but the Friday and the Wednesday show is canon. Gotcha. It's, it's amazing how we talk about canon and wrestling. <laughs> no, what I'm saying. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like from from now on, I like when they when you see like Billy Gunn got 17 wins and his own dark. I don't think that's gonna be a thing anymore. I so hope like, not, because I'm like, yo, when the hell did these people was, was like, this good, come out of yeah. nowhere, like, you know, his son and stuff like that? I'm like, when does that happen? Yeah, so it's only, I'm pretty sure only, the only thing Ken is going to be like Wednesday and Friday. Uh-huh. Which is better for the ratings and everything else. So I think, I think that'll break out. And uh, the supercars will be good, too, because the supercar is probably going to be like blood and guts and stuff like that. Or whatever they feel like, so I, I, I would like those too. So d- the supercars are, are going to be kind of like how Impact does, like pay per views on TV. Oh, you know how they have how they have like lockdown. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know hard. what you mean. But I don't. Yeah, I, I, yes, supercar is going to be kind of like kind of like a one of those shows to move the storyline. I feel like since they only do four pay per views a year. Yeah, so I think it's going to be one of those move to like something like. You know, one of those type of things. Okay. How they so, have like the big show when they say like in two weeks we're gonna have AEW uh, uh, Bash at the Beach. You know, it's gonna be yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, Bash at the Beach or Fight for the Fallen or the Blood and Guts type. Of, yeah, okay, I, I get that now. Yeah, the big shows. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, the I guess we're gonna shows. see big show more. So we you know, but, but now nah, he's still on. Uh, he's, He's on so elevation. He's on elevation. Yeah. So if this is the case, do you think so that they like, should stay on elevation? <clears throat> well, if this is the case, do you think that they should stay on um, having the roster spread between two shows, or do you think they should have the day split out more, or do you think they should do a WWE and do, do a draft and actually, you know, commit to it? No, I think they should have the. They should have. Uh, they should have everybody on on everywhere. Like kind of like uh, two thousand one. No, uh, okay, no. Well, you talking about like like, like two thousand Raw and SmackDown? Yeah, like two thousand Raw and SmackDown. Like with like Triple H to be on Raw and SmackDown, they kind of like advance the storyline, but not completely from Raw to SmackDown. I got you. Now, the only thing is, though, yeah. the problem when, when you had Raw on Mondays, right? You had mm-hmm. time to breathe, and then go to Thursday. Yeah, three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you had another three. You had Friday, Saturday, Sunday with the weekend, which were the uh, which were my favorite. The whole recap episodes, like superstars mm-hmm. and either metal or shotgun Saturday night. Yeah, those those were recaps. Yeah. Oh, and then of course you had your little. <coughs> Sunday Night Heat 
which was which was the original pre-show to pay-per-views. Yep. Which is only an hour show. So what I, what I'm saying is if they if they're going to keep Dynamite on Wednesdays and then Rampage on Fridays, I'm like, one, you're going head head to head with SmackDown. No, then they come on after SmackDown. Oh, at ten, so, so so ten to twelve. No, ten to eleven. Oh, so it's only, it's only an hour show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I just put on another two-hour show. No, no, no. They asked Tony Khan if he wanted. Uh, they asked him if he wanted to make AEW Dynamite a three-hour show. He said, "Absolutely not." Absolutely, don't so, do that. Yeah. So, so yeah, the, 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 they do have a third hour, and that third hour is going to be Rampage. Gotcha. Okay. Because we see these three-hour rolls don't work. Yes. And they ain't been working for years. Okay. And this thing started unless back in they. Unless they do like the specials, but then that even sometimes you know. Now when they do the special, it never seem like a special. Remember when they used to do like the they used to have a two hour run and like this week we're starting at eight o'clock for you know the birthday of uh, Kevin Nash or you know something something yeah. stupid yeah and they have a three hour show old school raw you know but now just like every week is three hours you know, so. that would be that that would be dope especially like. How Raw used to be, the first hour be Raw, then, then, then at the 9 o'clock, be like, it's time to enter the war zone. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I think it's good. It's all good stuff. Uh, like I said, of course, they, sh- they should change the the uh, TNT Championship to the television championship because the, the TBS championship just doesn't sound good. It, and it, I it, doubt it they would keep it. I doubt they'll keep it a TNT championship. So might as well just switch it to the television championship and yeah. keep it defended every week or, you know. <clears throat> I agree with that Cole Harley. At least that way, you know, negative one got the original belt. And it's not going to mm-hmm. be retired. So, you know, hey, I know he probably will be the only one that's going to ever have that belt. Yeah. Um... Whoever wins it next, since, since they're gonna be, you say January or early January, early twenty twenty two. I mean, they 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 running with this, so January twenty twenty two. They could be thinking of a new belt design, and then whoever wins it next could be like, I don't want this trash to come out the next week on TBS with the television championship. Honestly, nice. I thought it was gonna be too cold, Scorpio. Damn, what am I saying? Uh. <laughs> In 2022, no, 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 it's funny because I I got the screens pulled up for the the dark side. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I thought it was going to be Scorpio Sky. Well, unfortunately, uh, AW said you're not good, so we don't put you in a group with Ethan Page. Exactly. So, I thought it was going to be Scorpio Sky that's going to win it. And then Miro is going to win it for the for, for the new show, but they gave it to Miro right now, and I'm like, I don't see nobody beating Miro for the TNT Championship unless it's Cody. Well, unfortunately, like I I like it, but I'm like, I don't know why they put Lance Archer as the first person when I don't he can't be taking too many losses, but you know, Lance yeah, Lance Archer really shouldn't be, but. I don't. I don't see Miro losing this thing anytime soon. I definitely don't see Darby getting that joint back at all. Yeah, I don't see Miro losing it until twenty twenty two. And and I, I honestly, I kind of don't want to see Sting wrestle up until twenty twenty two neither. 
well, hey, watch them on Sunday. By the way, speaking of Sunday. Uh-huh, I'm listening. What is Sunday? AEW. This Sunday? Yes. Double or nothing? Sunday. Yes. We got to do predictions. We do, we do them this week or next week. It's uh, it's this Sunday, right? I think it's this Saturday or this Sunday. No, it's it's. Hold on, hold on, bro. I'm so glad you reminded me of that shit because I'm sitting there like, wait a minute, something was missing on my outline. I was sitting there like, something ain't right because the thirtieth is this Sunday. Now, usually we do our podcasts on Sundays, sometimes Monday mornings. So, so it's, it's Saturday, I think. No, it's this Sunday. Okay, because I know they get they they doing it on Friday this week. Yeah, because they're having they're having a, they're having a, the, the diamond on Friday. So it, I think because I want to review the show. Also, you're you going to watch the show, right? You gonna, are you going to go be there? Uh, be there. You're going to be there. Okay, so maybe you can't be on a live with the, or maybe you could be live from. We'll, we'll talk now, about it. If you so wait, real quick, do you do you have a Cinemark? A Cinemark? What is it? Yes. It's a theater, movie theater. I used to have some, some, something like it, but why? Because uh, they announced it for all Cinemarks. They're going to play it for $20. Oh, they, I, I, I can go to the movie theater and watch it. Yeah, okay. for $20. You can be in there with your mask on, watching AEW for only... I'm like, $20 sounds good compared to 50 So I'm really like, you know. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then we got to do some AEW predictions. Okay, I'm cool with that. Okay, cool with that. Okay. Now, usually, me and Prime do our podcasts on Sundays. But since the double nuts going to have me watch people view, he's going to be <coughs> going there. Hopefully, we can go live. We didn't get a chance to go live for Backlash because it's Backlash, all right? <laughs> but for AEW... Cool. Speaking of Backlash, guys... I don't use the plug other things, but you guys got to go to Twitter, go to Busted Open Radio, listen to this man rant about these zombies. Who uh, was ranting about him? Bully Ray? No, Dave McGregor. It's the host. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, my God. This, Yo. I ain't going to spoil the whole thing, but the, the best line of the whole thing, oh, my God. This man said, you know how, how terrible this was? Five, ten. 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65 years from now, people are going to be talking about this garbage. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he, he, uh, he went off. <laughs> oh, but I, I got it. I got it here. So Mark Harry couldn't have been on that show then, right? No. Okay. How about it was say? just bully, bully and, uh, and the host. Oh yeah. Cause you know, Mark Harry still got you know, working for WWE, so he can't say too much. I don't think he worked with them. I think he just is it still on the contract. Well, I don't know because he, he he just was at a uh, Icons Wrestling event and and then uh, yeah, because he's just supposed got to be at event. He's supposed to be at event. I'm supposed to be at in uh, next month. Oh, okay. So maybe 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 not. Well, I'm gonna say well, like I said, we just seen him and Ron Simmons down there for um, and we got our belt sign. Oh, you know what? Real quick. I'm going to read to you. Well, not read the whole thing, but 
this I'm gonna say. this this convention they just announced matches, right? Yeah. We're getting Scott Steiner wrestling, Carlito's gonna wrestle, and James Storm's gonna wrestle. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they, JTG, of course, is okay. gonna be there wrestling. They got a couple people actually. Now I think about it. Now I'm looking at it. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's a, it's a couple people there, and there's a couple people there that I don't want to see. So <laughs> let's see, let's see how it goes. What um, where's this gonna be? Uh, it's called River City Wrestling Con. Mm. We got like uh, Thunder Rosa, Kane, Red Velvet, Enzo and Cass, Mark Henry. Did Enzo just get knocked out? Yes, he did. Deanna Perrazzo. This is the only reason I'm going. Carlito. (laughs) uh, Billy Gunn. Let's Luger. Butterbean. Sergeant Slaughter. Randy Hogan. Okay. Who the hell is Randy Hogan? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Steiner Brothers, Kurt Angle, Kane, Mick Foley. Uh, I think that's it for people that you would know. I think. Now, hold on, bro. You know, I watched wrestling for years. I, I know, I know some people. No, uh, wrestlers are indie people. Okay, amuse me. Let's try. It. Okay, if Effie. Effie, I know Effie. Okay, Stunt Marshall. No, I don't know Stunt Marshall. Uh oh, Ron Simmons. Okay, cool. You know him, obviously. Yeah. Um, Effie, Stunt Marshall. Of course, you know Brian Pillman Jr. Yes. Uh, Mikey Spandex. <laughs> no. <laughs> Snoop Strikes. No. Ray Fury. I heard of Ray Fury. Uh, Chance Orvin. No. Storm Thomas. Is there any AJ Gray on there or something? No. Damn, okay. That's an guy. John Davis. Yeah, I told you it's a lot of people. You know, Gabe Gabe Zilla, whoever that is. Mm. <laughs> Gabe yeah. Zilla. Yeah. Does he perform with like, you know, Lunch Money Box or something like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. That's funny. But no, that was just that was just a couple of people. So y'all, I, I gave him a free plug. So Nick is the guy that does it. Uh-huh. He knows me. I don't know. I'm just saying that. But yeah, nah, it's cool. But uh, okay. Yeah, I just had to just bring that up. But yeah, continue. My bad. No, no, no. It's it's cool. You know, to get the promotion because you're gonna be at that one, right? Yep. Well, then you got to promote the stuff that you're gonna be at. Then, bro. I mean, I ain't I ain't hosting no panels like I did last time. But, uh, you know, last time I did a panel with um, NWO, so that was cool. Well, that's dope. But this time I ain't hosting nothing. I'm just there. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, well, well, well that's cool. So make sure y'all go out there and check out my man Primetime uh, there as well. Because, you know, it, it, it is cool when you have people that come up, come up and like, like watch your shit. Uh well, it's yeah, yes well yes it's cool people. Please please come up to me, but don't be weird because I have had like three weird people. So don't be weird. That's all I was. Uh okay, 
I, I am not mad at you for don't be weird because you know there was one time I went to an icons of wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it, these 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 two guys come to me. It was like Mister A and E, and I was like, who the fuck is you talking to? Like, it, it, it's, I, I I'm in my regular mode, right? And it was like, yo, we watch your we watch your stuff, and I was like, oh, yo, what's going on? Cool, because he, he kind of creeped out and just kind of like stared deadly at me, and it was just like, I like New Jack, yo. <laughs> that new day was still scared and scares me today, bro. And uh, I was just like, he said, "Yo, we love um, your uh, what's best for business." Uh-huh. And they love that WEW show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. I, I appreciate. It. Thanks." So uh, yeah, and, and they want to buy. Like I said, it, it was warming. I mean, sometimes people just come come up you. Some people don't always have, you know, uh, some people can either scare you or don't have the social cues, but I, I'm cool because these, these two guys were cool. I don't know if they mm-hmm. still watch the show because I haven't done Best for, Best for Business in years. Well, I've had weird occasions. Wait, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I, I feel you now, but you guys, but you know, but 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 like you were saying, sorry we, we had to uh, go off real quick. But so me and Prime, uh, he's gonna probably be at the show. Hopefully, we can't go live. Maybe Prime can go live, like from being there, and we can go live from watching pay per view on Sunday because Memorial Day weekend. Now, it, once again, don't necessarily know because I may, uh, my in laws may may be throwing a barbecue, so I may be over there watching this. So I we, we like, in other words, you may not be able to do it live like we want to. So, but, mm-hmm. but but one way or another, we are going to do a review of it. So stay okay. tuned, huh? I'm just saying, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to do a review of it with you know, prominent by that. So I want everybody to make sure y'all stay tuned uh, for that. But yeah, so but what, what, in other words, I'm saying all this shit to say that we're doing our predictions right now. And if you guys listen, listen to the podcast, okay, because the podcast will be up late later on today. But I'm not going to put the predictions up until probably about Saturday. Now, since AEW, now we we still plan on doing the Wednesday Night War for last week um, on this episode. But AEW is going to be going to Friday, so they're going to be head to head with SmackDown for the first time. So we're we're really about to get a W a, a AEW versus WWE matchup, uh, and you know they're going to try. Even though it's a go home show. They're going to bring out all their stops. And I hope SmackDown, because SmackDown has been, you know, decent but not great. You know, it's been solid, I would say, on certain nights. You know what I'm saying? So it's curious to see how they, because they're going to match up. So that means we finally get a break of wrestling. I don't watch Impact anymore, so I don't have to worry about Thursdays or Tuesdays with them. So, you know, from from NXT to going on down to Friday, you, you, you do get a little bit of a break. So that's that's going to be dope. So we're going to do our predictions right now, and I'll post a YouTube video for it on Saturday. I think it's Saturday morning. I think it's when the YouTube video is going to go up. So we have like a nine-match card for uh, Double or Nothing. And so it seems to me, Prime, that this is like their WrestleMania. Would you agree with that? Uh, I would agree because it's the one where they it's like their their brain not their brain child, but like their biggest like idea yeah because at first I thought it was going to be like all all out and yeah, I'm like they, they haven't did that in like a year I don't think 
Yeah, well, well, I, I think they're going to do it this year because they, they, they got the four. They got the double nothing, all out, full gear. And... Did they do all out last year? Because I don't remember. I think, they did, I think they did do all out last year. I don't remember. I don't remember them doing Revolution, double yeah, or nothing. Yeah, yeah those, those are the four shows. Full gear, Revolution, the double nothing, and all out. Okay. So, yeah. So, it looks like all Maybe out. Maybe I forgot it. My bad. Yeah. All Out feels like their their um, SummerSlam. SummerSlam, yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, Double Up feels like their WrestleMania when it comes to the end of May. And I ain't mad at it by no means. So, uh, we got the, we got we got this car here. We don't still don't know the status of, uh, was it Orange Cassidy? No, he's good. Oh, so he he's good to go. So that's that's more so storyline. Yeah. Okay, I, I I was like, I want him to be part of this triple threat match in the worst way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I really do, but uh, I, I I was scared that um he was he wasn't gonna make it, but I'm glad to hear that you know he's gonna probably be good. So oh okay, by the way, uh, yeah, all out last year's the when it, when we had the the mimosa match. Yeah, with him versus versus Jericho. Yeah, so I I knew they had an all out last year. Uh huh. See so, yeah. uh, it. That, that was cool. Okay. All right. So let's go over this nine oh, match. It, oh, uh-huh. One more thing. It was also the match with Britt Baker and Big Swole's fighting in the dentist office. <laughs> Yo, th- you know what? That match is underrated to me. I don't know about yeah. you, but that match is underrated to me. Yeah. So so yeah. Okay. This did have some good some good matches here. Yeah. I, I, where is Swole at, man? She's on dark. Oh, she been. Oh, no oh, pun but, but remember, she was sick for a minute, and then she finally came back. Yeah, no, she didn't came back. She just been on dark. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm about to say, yo, man, don't don't leave my girl swole out here. She gotta get her wins back up. All right. So let's go over this car. So let's go over. Uh, we got. Let's start with the, 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 the for the for the AEW Tag Team Championships. We have the Young Bucks uh, with Don Callis taking on John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. We we see how the storylines are played out with the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers as we're taking out Kingston and Moxley. Moxley's in his tag team. He got his he got his friend back and everything. Uh, I'm liking. Uh, I'm a fan of Eddie Kingston, so you know I'm a fan of Moxley too. But I'm a big fan of Eddie Kingston, so I, I would love to see Eddie Kingston with some gold around his waist. I haven't really seen Eddie Kingston with gold at all, so. Uh, but I don't think they're gonna beat the Young Bucks. So, with, with this whole uh, this whole elite evil faction that they're doing right now, so I have the Young Bucks winning. I mean, just just to spice it up, I got Kingston and Mox winning just because for one, I think they'll just be an entertaining team, and for two, why not? You know, Young Bucks already you know did. I agree with you because they've been getting stomped out for like the past four weeks. Mm-hmm. And they have been getting beat up and jumped literally every time on Dynamite, and I'm like, "Yo, we need a payoff." Yeah, and and, and uh, you know, I mean, if the Bucks win, I mean, uh, Mox does have to go soon to you know for his baby. So I mean, it's one or the other. So oh, that's yeah. right, Renee is pregnant, and she's like that's pregnant, what? pregnant now. Yeah, it's one or the other. So either one. Would do. I'm not mad at either decision. Gotcha. All right. Uh, 
Let's go for uh, the next tag team match. Sting and Darby Allen are teaming up in a regular match, by the way, for to get Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page win. They, they have to. <laughs> and honestly, it'll be great for Scorpio Sky to pin Sting. Ooh, that one I don't know about. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm serious because first of all, Sting has well, a robot. actually never mind because he did take that power bomb, so he can't he can't be mobile. So yeah, okay. Yeah, here's the thing. I, 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 Sting's one of my favorite, and I have the utmost respect for Sting. And I understand WWE never never gave Sting a fair shot. Uh, when he was there because they didn't want to use it while he was injured. So, fuck you, Vince McMahon. But however, you came to EW, had your cinematic match and everything like that, but honestly, it's time for Sting to put people over. If you still going to be wrestling in a t-shirt, it's time to put some people over. Well, nah. Yeah, I, I know this, but I'm saying, like, uh, do you see Sting taking a TKO or a Rager's Edge? Oh, no. No, no, oh, no, no, exactly. No, no. Exactly. That's the that's the finishes. But however, they're heels. Roll ups. So you so they so, don't no, roll, ain't up. roll ups. No, I'm talking about either if it be a roll up or it be like a distraction and they use mm-hmm. a steel a, a steel chair mm-hmm. or if Darby goes for a stupid coffin drop and um, Sting, uh, you know, they push Sting in the way and the Sting gets the coffin drop from this high altitude. And then Scorpio Sky pins him that way. Like I don't think Sting is going to take any one of their finishing moves, which that would just be dumb. But I do believe that. You know what? You know what? I don't care, man. Take the Rangers Edge into the TKO. No, sure, what the let's fuck go. is wrong with you? <laughs> let's, let's go. No, man. Fuck that. No, no, I'm just saying. But I think right now Scorpio Sky should be the guy that, that you're trying to push the hardest. Especially when you especially when you're, you're, you're trying to give him a singles run, y'all turn him heel because he couldn't beat Darby Allen. I really and since there's no more SCU, uh I really think that that's the one that you should probably push over Ethan Page, me personally. Well I think when they pin they pin Darby just because Darby's the one that kinda in the feet with Sting is just there for support. Yeah. They threw Darby down the stairs, they've been beating up Darby. The only reason Sting is there because Sting is with Darby, so he's kinda getting beat up by association. Okay, fair enough. But I, I, in other words, Scorpio Scott needs to get the pin for me. Okay. All right. Uh, next up, Hangman Page taking on Brian Cage uh, with Taz. This is not for the FTW Championship. It's a regular one-on-one matchup. Uh, I don't know how. This is the only story I have not been paying attention to because I really thought Team Taz was in something with Christian. No, that was just like a one. They were supposed. Well, I think they were supposed to be, but then uh, what you call it broke his neck, so then they just kind of went away from it. Who broke his neck? Ricky Stark. Oh, that's right. He's gonna be out for a minute. So then, awesome kind of. He, he's, like, still, he, he's he's still there, but he's just not like wrestling. Okay, yeah. He he not, he not taking no bumps right now. So. Uh, honestly, I don't know if the Dark Order is going to play a part in this matchup because the Dark Order and uh, Adam Page have been on good terms recently. So they are banned. Everybody's banned. Everybody's banned. Okay, one on one then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm giving. Uh, you know what? I, I think I'm gonna get to get this to Adam Page because I do believe this is my future prediction going on here. I do believe that Adam Page. Is the one that's going to take the belt off Kenny Omega? 
Yeah, I'll give it to Paige here because I think they're just waiting on fans to come back. And now that this is going to be a full capacity, I think they can start building the page up again to win in front of fans. Exactly, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. So since fans are coming back, uh, I, do you also have to wear masks when I go there? Uh, Depending on if you vaccinated or not, but yeah. Okay, so do you need your vaccinated card then? Yeah, but it's not. It, <laughs> it was enforced heavily in the beginning. Now it's just like... You just gotta have it, like you know, like if they say some, like you just gotta have it, like you know, around your neck or like around your ears or something. Like you know how the people have them hanging off. Yeah, you can't just have it like in your pocket. Pretty much, you gotta be like visible. Gotcha. Like, okay. Visibly on somehow, somebody. All right. Uh, next up for the AWTNT Championship, which will probably soon be turned to the Television Championship, we have Miro, the newly TNT champion. <laughs> Going up against Lance Archer, mm-hmm. so Lance Archer, we, we, you know, we see he's been built pretty heavily uh, with Jake Roberts and stuff like that. But then the question is, uh, will he be able to take down Miro? And I'm like, it's too soon for Miro to lose the title. So I think we're either going to get some shenanigans here, such as a disqualification, mm-hmm. Miro gets up disqualified because he's a heel, and even though Lance Archer is still kind of a heel, he's still in that gray area, babyface, stone cold kind of face type thing. So, I think that that could either be the case, but I don't see Lance Archer getting pinned. I don't see Miro getting pinned. I see uh, Kip Sabian coming out and doing something. Oh, snap. Where, 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 where Kip been at? <laughs> Russo beat him up. <laughs> it's... So, oh, that's, wait. That's what happened. He got beat up. So, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, I definitely, I must have missed that dynamite. So, hey, I got Miro somehow retaining the, the, the championship, and that's it. Okay, I got some. I got it being. A, I got somebody winning by DQ. That's uh, how I'm gonna take it. Long as Jake Roberts don't get don't, don't interfere, we see he got he got hit with his knee that one time. He couldn't get back up. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. Which was funny? Did Jake Roberts in the, in the knee thing, or where he was hitting the guy and fell down, or uh, Tully Blanchard doing the, the spike pile drive fall over? Uh, Tully, Tully for sure. <laughs> Tony did a, a full roll over and everything. <laughs> it's like my driver. It just rolled over everybody. Oh man! All right, so let's go to the match where you know this is this is I'm gonna call this the, the John Cena match. You already know what I'm talking about. Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson taking on Anthony Agogo with QT mm. Mark. Huh? You missed it. I missed the what? He's the American Dream, Cody Rhodes. Oh, excuse me, yeah, the American Dream, Cody Rhodes taking on Anthony Agoga. Not the American Nightmare because we're going to get somebody from the what? The UK is it? Mm-hmm. Or something I don't know. Yeah, so, so it's the, it's the flag he be having on. And I'm like, so now he has to be the American Dream instead of the American Nightmare, and they got to come out there with the representation of their flags. I'm like, I hate these storylines. I hate that they got to get these foreign country people. They got to be these heels. Because they're from a far country and they have pride of where they're from. And then here comes America, gotta be the good guy. America, fuck yeah. I'm like, really? I mean, I don't know. He's 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 uh spitting facts though. Who Cody? A go go. That's what I'm saying. No, like he got he he like he talking like the truth. <laughs> I I'm saying that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't like I don't like these gimmicks because most of the time when he had his gimmicks, they talked the truth. 
And remember the Bret Hart promo in 1997? Because remember, Bret Hart was just like, I'm not going to be a babyface in America, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to turn on my people in Canada, right? Yeah. And he's and remember he, he he had the promo he called out the USA for you know for being sexist, for being racist, and for being mm-hmm. dirty and being fat and also for that. I'm like, well, no, everything he's saying is true. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So everything he's saying, you know, uh opposed to what they do in Canada, I'm guessing, is true. And I'm like, yo, and he was spitting facts in that promo, but once again, they had to make it seem like the the, the, the Canadian don't know what the hell he's talking about and we, we, we gotta go and talk about these people in America, you know, and America's the, you know, the fuck yeah, they're lying. And I'm just like, it's the same shit over again. And I, I hate when you have these, these gimmicks and the foreign country person is always bad. Rusev did the same thing before he became Miro. Uh, in WWE, he came out with a tank and, and, the, and the whole Russian gimmick and stuff like that. And I was like, he was spitting facts too. And here comes superhero John Cena. That's why I said yeah, it's the so- John Cena match. Anyways, I got Cody losing this match. First of all, how is Cody going to lose the match? Somehow, some way, he's going to get punched in the stomach. No, I was just how, how, how are they going to sell? I, ne- I never understood his finishing move. How are they going to sell the punch to the gut? Because that, like, that's a simple rusty maneuver, but that, that, that's that's his takeout move. I mean, that's like when Big Sean, he'll throw a regular punch in the match, and then when he do the... Yes, Cody is probably gonna put over Anthony Gogo here, but it's just that it's just that Cody has been taking blows to the stomach since being eight. He has taken some more moves like they they had to find a way to make that give him another finishing move. Cause that that right there is out the one. And besides, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's, the, that's the hit they were taking down. You know what's going to happen? This is, this, I forgot. Cody's new John Cena over there. He's going to hit that move, and Col- Cody's going to be unable to continue. <laughs> I'm calling that jaw right now. Y'all going to be pissed, and it's going to be unable to continue. I'm telling you. That, that's, that's, that's what I have going on. Okay, next match, we have the Casino Battle Royal. For a future AEW Championship matchup. I don't know if this is going to be on the pre-show or not. But it'll probably... It got Christian in there. So, we got Christian Cage versus Matt Seidel. Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, Pet, um, Pet, Pentagon. Jungle Boy. Matt Hardy. Mark Quinn. Isaiah Cassidy. The Blade. Evil Uno. Coca Banner. Uh, Person Vance. Griff Gro- Gift Gar- Gift Garrison, Brian Pillman Jr., Max Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, QT Marshall, Nick uh Caronto. Carant- That's the uh Bruiser Brody dude. Oh, okay. Dustin Rhodes, Lee Johnson, and a two be announced person. Who is that surprise gonna be, you think? <laughs> is it gonna be Daniel Bryant? No. Uh I don't know. Uh, Samoa Joe's not complete cost is not up yet, right? Nope. Damn. So it's gonna be Oh, probably Moose. Could be. Yo, I heard about Moose. Was he he's leaving Impact? Yeah, I think his contract is up. Here's the thing. it's funny how if, if his contract's up for Impact, then you come to AEW, but they're crossing over anyway, so what's the th- what's 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 the, what's the purpose? Yeah, but you're actually getting money because you're signed to AEW, not Impact. <laughs> 
Fair, well, look, I'll put it this way. If Moose comes in, Moose wins. I mean, Moose is uh, fighting Omega for the championship. When? Uh, in June, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. This fight Omega for the Impact, Impact Championship. Yeah. Okay, well, he so, not win. So, so maybe if he comes in here and then he wins the opportunity to fight Omega, then they start a few going over both brands. Oh. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Okay, well, that's dope. Well, um, I don't want to say Christian Cage. I definitely don't want to say Christian Cage here. But it's looking like they are trying to set him up to have a championship opportunity. But he he be looking gas. He's getting older. I I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the with the with, with the two be announced person because I don't see or could he do powerhouse well, Hobbs? They want to push. Wait powerhouse? a minute. Wait a minute. Last time they announced the two be announced person, they came in and botched their finishing first move. So. <laughs> So we have, have to wait and see who it is. Okay. Well, in the meantime, you know what? I'm gonna go off the rim here because you know I'm either gonna say Powerhouse Hobbs or Jungle Boy. Okay, could be Jungle Boy. I can see that too. I, I'm, I'm gonna say it just in case they want to try to push somebody new. So now, how about you? Uh, I would say that you know what? I'm gonna just go with an old old thing. I'm gonna say Christian Christian Cage. You, I knew it. I knew you were say Christian. What the fuck? Because yeah. if right, not, he's going to be in the final three. So, Christian Cage. All right. Well, singles match for the uh, eight. Uh, huh? real, real quick. Yeah. I don't have that long. So, we got we to gotta, we gotta breeze through this. Okay. No problem. So, all right. Uh, Christian Cage taking on. Um, oh, damn. My bad. I'm sorry. We got. For the for the eight day women's championship, Hakura Shida taking on Dr. Brent Baker, DMD, with Rebel, not Reba. Uh, I'm telling you right now, Shida's run is done. Yeah, Shida's run. She's had the belt for over a year, uh, completely for a full year now. Yes, Dr. Brent. I don't know if she's gonna tap to the lockjaw, but Do- I have Dr. Brent Baker win this one. She has, especially after that that match with with Thunder Roses, put her up on the map. And uh, she is that bitch, as they say. So I have. How, no... how are you gonna take somebody else's catchphrase? <laughs> that's that's Jay's catchphrase. Yeah, but she she uh she here, I guess. So uh, triple threat match for the AEW World Championship: Kenny Omega taking on Orange Cassidy taking on Pack. This look, I know what the outcome is gonna be, but it's gonna be a damn great match, and. I have Kenny Omega obviously retaining, but having Orange Cassidy in a world championship match from where he's come from, for me not liking him, I'm like, I think he has done very well for himself. How about you? Uh, I definitely think Omega is winning, and it's going to be a good match. Okay. All right. Um, Last matchup we have is the Stadium Stampede, which we got the Pinnacle. Which we know has MJF Warlord, Sean Spears, Cash Wheeler, Dex Hardwood, taking on the inner circle, Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz. Is this when uh you know Sammy Guevara could break away from the group? 
Is it like? They, I, well, is, they, is this well, when they're going to finally in, in uh, the inner circle? Well, I mean that's the stipulation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I would, so I would like for Sammy to do something on his own. I would also like for a PM proud and powerful to be on their own because they have done nothing in like two years. Yeah. So I will break it up, but we'll see. I mean, if they're going to have the pinnacle and they're going to have the pinnacle be this, be this new heel group, the inner circle had their run for about a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. So it's it's possible that you know I mean uh, Hager's just just lost in the mix. But I'm gonna say, but you, you know I agree with Sam Guevara doing his own thing and Pride Power doing his doing his own thing, and Jericho can take some time off. Okay, so you know uh, you you could do it that way. I have the Pinnacle winning this matchup. Is it going to be as insane as the one with Matt Hardy and Kenny Omega and stuff like that? In there? No, I don't no. think I don't think it is because the, the Matt Hardy stuff was ridiculous, but. I, I'm curious to see how they how they're gonna set this matchup up. Yeah, uh, yes, I am curious. And I, I said this person is a blood and guts, but I don't know about the the stadium stampede. But sure, let's especially stadium stampede with people there. Yeah, see, uh, I don't know how that's gonna work neither. Obviously, they're gonna watch the screen. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, yeah. I mean, they're probably gonna watch the screen after. They, they go because they probably going to pre-record a lot of things. But like I said, it all Ooh, depends. Because that's, he, that is so weird, though. You see, you, see, you see what I'm saying? No, I'm saying because people there, they're going to be watching the screen. You can easily just go over and you can go easily go over and look out the window and see if they're there or not, see if they on the field or not. See, that's I'm saying that's why these matches work better when you have, like, obviously the empty arena. But, but then again, they might do it live. Yeah, they do it live. This is going to be a hardcore match on the, on the field. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is going to suck. It ain't going to be like Sammy getting chased with a guard. However they're going to play on booking it, I just hope AEW does not go 0 for 3 it finishes. Uh-huh. I, I, that's what I hope that. So uh, that is our AEW predictions, guys. So make sure you guys stay tuned for next Sunday where uh, you can watch AEW. And most likely, it's probably going to be Monday where we're going to give you guys the review of... Uh, the double or nothing I'll see what Prime's experience was with that and everything else so alright guys so we, uh, we are about to uh, we got two more things we gotta talk about before we uh, get up out of here but um, so Dark Side of the Ring was this week uh, well, well last week when we seen it because next week is the Ultimate Warrior and I think you know what Prime we should probably do for the Ultimate Warrior one that's what <laughs> it's compared because you know WWE's playing their, their A and E version on on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we should we should watch both and see which one and how different it is. Because I'm so curious. Uh, but but in the I meantime, think huh? I think um I think the uh, both of them are probably gonna be alive to be honest with you. One more one more is alive than the other one because. Dana Warrior is signed to WWE, so she is not about to be on there selling the truth of what happened. Yeah. You know. It ain't like when Bret Hart was on uh, Dark Side the first time. He's like, hey, I punched Vince McMahon in the throat and all that. Yeah, it's not going to be, it ain't going to be nothing like It's going to be like, oh, he was, you know, he, he had a small little drug problem. A small. Yeah. Uh, and, was, and he was loving to everybody. Really? Should we go back to that speech? Uh, Cause uh, what you call it? Uh, Macho Man and the A and E 
And it was like he dated George. He dated uh, gorgeous George for like ten years. He only dated him for like six months. Damn. In real life. Yeah. Yeah. They, I think yeah. they just trashed him. He see. I think we need a we need a a real story on on uh, <clears throat> Stephanie and Macho Man. We need Dark Side of the Ring on that. <laughs> exactly. What really happened? Scootum doo doo doo. But in the meantime, you know what? What? But real quick, I got the perfect Dark Side episode. And this, uh, since in honor of this week, Collision in Korea, the uh, stand down in Saudi. Yes, that would be a dark side of the ring. But you got to wait till all them people, like, you know, leave. They done gotta... fired them all. No, they fired all them people. Mark Carano, the Good Brothers. Uh, who else? Who else stopped? Luke Carano. Harper, who's, who's, who's Luke, dead. Well, well, yeah, you know. Street Profits is still signed. You, you want to hear from Hulk Hogan? No, I don't, but he was there. And, but I'm and, saying, and, like, you know, they, they got enough people. They got enough people that they don't fire to talk about it. No people that, like, are good. That may, that be, good that, that may be season four or five. That, that, that's, that's down the down the line. All right. I, 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 I got to get some, some, some more years of the belt. Like, they wait for, they wait for like, Mr. Man to be dead or something like that, so. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just let them fire the right person. Let them fire Randy Orton. Let them fire like AJ's. You know, you know. Let them fire the right person. Yeah, it pisses them off to, to just as much. So, but now we have the new dark side, collision in Korea. Now I have to be honest with you, I was not uh, known about this event before. I knew about this mega uh, event about Ric Flair versus uh, Killer Kowalski and. Uh, Japan, mm-hmm. but I never knew about the event. I never knew what the significance about it was, and because I when I was going, I was watching. I was a WCW guy, so in '95, mm-hmm. this happened in '95, right? Yep. Yeah. So all the guys that were over there were WCW guys. They had Ric Flair. They had Crispin. They had Two Cold Scorpio. They had Scott Norton. Because see, the thing is, I was a fan of Scott Norton. I was the only fan of Fire and Five other people. I was actually a fan of. Remember the tag team he had, Fire and Ice, back in WCW. Absolutely not. <laughs> Before Scott Norton became uh, part of the NWO, he had a tag. I mean, uh, of course, he, he was a singles wrestler before, but he had a tag team with this huge. It was like this huge, thick black guy, and he was called Fire and Ice. And he's really he, selling me hard on Scott Norton right now. Yeah, and he came out with like the, the fire trunks, and then the black guy came out with the ice trunks, and literally this was the tag team. And, I, and for some reason, I just like that tag team because I like fire and ice better than I like the natural disasters of tugboat, you know, earthquake and typhoon. <laughs> that was stupid. What tugboat and typhoon can literally kill you. You know, like Scott Norton and 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 and, and Ice Train can't. I mean, all right, exactly. So, uh, yeah, take and, a take uh, a so kick to the face for a Scorpio. We'll and, see. And then, and then Hawk and Eric Bischoff. So they all uh were, were on this trip. So what happens is um so it was uh Antonio Inoki, right? Yeah. Oh. The t- Ooh. What? Ooh. Did I say it wrong? No, that's his name, but uh, I don't know if you ever heard this cartoon character called the Crimson Chin or not. I heard a Crimson Chin. That is the definition of this guy. 
Ooh. This guy. I heard yeah. a Christmas chick. You know, I got in trouble once because I I I, said, I told my wife that her aunt looked like that and she was pissed. And I said this at guy. a funeral. Oh my god, she wasn't <laughs> she wasn't the one. You weren't looking down when you were saying that, were you? Say what? You weren't looking down at the body when you said that, were you? No, no, it wasn't the one that was oh, dead. Was, it was the one that was. Oh. She was still living. She she was there burying her husband. Okay, okay. It was her husband's funeral. <laughs> And you know, it's just that, that that church that she had on. I'm like, I can see the chin come through that veil, and I was just like, yeah, nah, dear. Yeah, this... I, I said, "Yo, why your eye come out here look like the crimson chin?" And she was pissed. She laughs yeah, about nah. it now, but at that moment, I was scared for my life. Yeah, now place... this this guy really like his chin is like out there. It is. So Antonio Inoki, we 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 all know about the things he. Uh, He's he now let me get this right because there, there, there's a rivalry just like the Puerto Ricans and the Mexicans. He's from North Korea, right? No, oh, so, so he, he's Japanese, correct? Yes, yes, yeah, that's right. Because North Korea does not like the Japanese. You know who else North Korea doesn't like? USA. Yes, exactly. Yes, so, so we're gonna have Japanese people versus Americans on North Korean soil. I wonder how that goes. Woo. Talk about scary. So Antonio Inoki was um I, I said Kyla Kowalski uh earlier. I'm sorry, I, I mean Antonio Inoki. Uh he was, you know, they he tried to to to, to, to blend the lines because you know he was very big in New Japan pro wrestling and he was in the politics also. And he tried to come together to make this peace treaty of, you know, bringing peace to help help him get like a bid for re election. Uh one of his trainers that I forgot what his, his trainer's name was I should have wrote it down, but it, it, they didn't do a dark side of the ring on his trainer just alone because remember he got killed by the the the, the Japanese mafia because yeah, he lied. Ricky 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 Danza, I think. Yeah, Ricky Danza. He got he got killed uh, by by the, the Japanese mafia because he uh, lied about because he was really North Korean. This shit was real, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. that's but however, that's what you know North Korea did. Exp- did respect Antonio Inoki, and there, there, there was a time I remember when they, they he he put together that program of wrestling versus boxing with Muhammad Ali. Yeah, but that wasn't a match. Hey, Muhammad Ali, whatever happened, he, he couldn't hit him or nothing, so he had to just keep laying on the ground and kicking him. But then he he got hurt like for life by that kick. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean. What Nowadays, I think they can put together a better wrestling versus boxing uh, type of ex- exhibition because we see Floyd and Big Show do it, you know. Yeah, but now you got to actually, like, not want to do but you got to actually, like, you know, be okay with it. I guess back then, you can't just say, I'm going to do it, and your, like, agents know that. Exactly. You know, it's different now. So he he decided to do the peace treaty. So Eric Bischoff he calls up Eric Bischoff, and Eric Bischoff's just like, okay, sure, we'll do it. But however, we'll be getting trouble by this. And because first he was just like, if we go ask for permission from the government, it'll take about six months. So we was thinking about just going. So they were saying, could, you know, would, would he be put in jail for this? And the first thing he said was, no, that won't be the case. So he decided to go. So the first person he asks to come on this trip is Hogan. Of course, and of course, he asks Hogan, and he was, Hogan looks at him. And wait, was like, wait! Before we get to this, mm-hmm. these these people said, "You know who we want? We want Hulk Hogan. 
Muhammad Ali and Michael Jackson at this show. <laughs> it took me about 15 minutes. It, 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 it said, I was like, wait a minute, hold on. It, it kind of reminded me of the Saudi prince. He's Hulk Hogan, Muhammad Ali, and Michael Jackson. Talk, talk about a show. Well, <sighs> they couldn't get Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan told Bischoff, I'm going to have to miss that one, brother. And Hogan which, was pop- which is which is definitely uh, this, this man got pulled for no reason. Well, well, well first off, it was kind of probably smart by Hogan because he probably knew that he was going to lose to Antonio Inoki and probably well, all the stuff that they dealt yeah. with over there. It was probably not smart. Yeah, because I didn't want to lose. I'm the real American. I don't want to lose to somebody that's more yeah. over. Yeah, not more over. I'm saying how you the real American. You go to another country. You don't want to lose. To some, to the the person that they're rooting for, mm-hmm. see that you lose or you die. So Hogan said, "I guess I don't want to go over there." Again. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we're not doing that. So then he, his second thing was was to ask Ric Flair, and of course Ric Flair was, was his own, being in his own right, especially in the NWA, the Jim Crockett territories and stuff like that with WCW. But we got, we all know that Hogan's star shined a little bit brighter, and I think Ric Flair took offense to Bischoff asking him second, but he did decide that he wanted to go. Now, now, however, this this is what I I was hoping they had Ric Flair on to talk about. You know what I'm saying? So I can get yeah. his his point of view how things with Bischoff, because you know, Ric Flair will not turn out a good Bischoff story. So we, we get the wrestlers on trip. We get Scott Norton that comes on there. Two Cold Scorpio, who's like Two Cold Scorpio. Very underrated. Now, I was a fan of Two Cold Scorpio way back because he was in the Bill Watts WCW era, that early 1991-92 era. This is the only man that I have seen today that's including in the indies. Now, I know he can't do it no more, but I'm saying but back in the day. How you know? Can he still do it? I think he did like in 20, well, 2018. But, you know. uh, they can still do either a corkscrew or a moonsault leg drop perfectly without injuring his opponent. And that's actually what uh, inspired a young Austin Creed to, to start wrestling, right? Xavier Woods. Exactly. And, and which I'm going to call the founder of the 450. Yeah, pretty much. Because, I mean, I'm like, cause me and Prime talk about this off air that we don't think Too Cold gets the credit he deserves. And I remember Too Cold like, Scorpio. Too, too Cold huh? is like, Too Cold for like any generation is like, I'll say it, Jack Evans for this generation. I'll say it. I don't care. Jack Evans. Yes, Jack Evans, like it or not, Jack Evans and Amazing Red are like two of the pioneers for this generation of, of uh, High Fly. Court Screw. Yeah, High Fly. Yeah. Now, obviously, Jack Evans created the, uh, the uh, 630. And Amazing Red created everything. Everything that's a court school that you see, it's Amazing Red. <laughs> so now, now, uh, now, I, I, I agree with you 100 about Amazing Red. You know, I, lo- I love me Amazing Red. I'm like Jack, Jack Evans. Yeah, I'm okay, Jack Evans is pretty cool. Also, even though I'm, he I'm was a, he was I, cool I'm more like a fan of uh uh what's his name uh Epico uh, what's his, what's his name his partner in in AEW right now in Helico in Helico. I'm more a fan of him. Well, Jack I'm Evans. not talking about being a fan. I'm just talking yeah. about, you know, he's he's impacted the business and just then, you know, like he's been he's been 
doing these moves since like 2005. And, you know, I mean, where do you think AJ got the spiral tap from? Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah so yeah, uh, but I'll get get those guys credit. But yeah, but in that early '90s, high, high flying, two cold Scorpio was the guy, and he and I, I I watched him in WCW, and at this time he was in ECW because the, he had got fired. He, he he had some beef with Flair, which we'll get into later, and um, they had Hawk. What part you didn't hear? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right, my bad. We, uh, they brought Hawk. He wasn't with the Road Warriors. Remember, remember, if you look at the Road Warriors Dark Side of the Ring, this is when Hawk and Animal broke up, and this is when he, after the SummerSlam fiasco, he went to Japan and 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 mm-hmm. uh, was wrestling overseas. And this is where he was at. Yep. So, uh, the, uh, Antonio, uh, uh, what what was the, uh, the 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 Japanese manager at WCW, Sonny Ono? Sonny Ono, oh my god, Sonny Ono, he needed the dark side by himself, honestly. <laughs> yeah, him. I, and- a lot of people don't know about Sonny Ono or the things he did or, or does or tries to get over. But, uh, you know, I haven't heard about a Sonny Ono stunt since WrestleMania in Orlando. So that's the last Sonny Ono stunt I heard about. I even hear about that one, but we can talk about it later. Uh, he was talking about how crazy. It was going to North Korea because they hate Japanese and they hate Americans. Exactly, flat out. That's it, there's there's no way around that thing. There's no like, well, maybe you do some nice ones stuff like that. No, it wasn't. So when they was on the plane, Tuko Scorpio said that when they was in North Korea, he see the cannons pointing up towards South Korea. Then when they went to South Korea, they see the cannons pointing up to North Korea, and he was like, "Yo, what the hell did we get ourselves into?" Mm-hmm. When they got off, they raided their bags, took their passports, took anything that was like, you know, Americanized, and they it, they said they did not feel welcome when they came over uh, in in that country. Mm-hmm. Then there was times where they had to go, uh, they had to pay their respects to the, the, the to this fallen uh, icon of, of their community. But by the way, before we get into that, uh, Scott Norton talks about how because it seemed like Scott Norton is a huge Muhammad Ali fan. Mm-hmm. Do we call it on the black person? No, uh, all right, my bad. <laughs> Along with his tag team partner, Ice. Nah, that was just it. That was just his his young boy. He said, <laughs> so he said, "Yo, man, he he said he came out, he started doing magic tricks with stuff like that." Now, I, I, at this time, I didn't know if Ali was starting to suffer from Parkinson's or not, but the way he was talking. He wasn't, or if he did, he didn't show it. But they did have little clips of Muhammad Ali. Uh, this was this was what ninety five. Ninety five, yeah. I, I believe he did because what what year was that? That was ninety six, where the Olympics was in Atlanta. Yeah, he had to. If he if not, then he got it in ninety six because ninety six. Not trying to make fun of Muhammad Ali, but if you see him do the the, the torch, it's hard to watch. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. That's all I'm gonna say is it's hard to watch him do the torch. Yeah, but I'm, but but it's, it's, it's like in '95 he was kind of okay, or maybe he was still something was still wrong with him, but he was just still being him, probably in a way. So a lot of guys yeah. were taking back of seeing Muhammad Ali and stuff on there. So they, you know, they had to. I get, mean, he could. What if he could have just been suffering? They just didn't even notice when they meet Muhammad Ali. It's like, you know. Yeah, I, I say it could it could have been one of those things too. They um, 
they talk about the, they're meeting this this prime minister guy. Well, I mean, well, they're falling dead. I don't know if it was a uh, ex president of theirs and stuff like that. They had to go uh, down to the grave and you know uh, give them you know give honor and tribute and things like that. So there was a lot of things. So they 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 felt very uncomfortable in in this place. And as they're getting ready for this wrestling match, so then, then we get into the story. One of the stories. Uh, I, I just want to say real quick. I'm listening. I I know the stories real quick. I just want to ask. Just just might as well put it out there again for no reason. I ain't tell nobody. Who does Eric Bischoff think he is to just go jog in a foreign country where he can't even have his passport? Bro, can I just say that's like uh, you, you know you know what I'm about to say. You know what I'm about to say. <laughs> what? You know that's white privilege. That that ain't nothing but some white privilege. You know, I mean, but hey, he keeps going around there and just jogging. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with jogging in the morning. You know what I'm saying? But uh, now, I ain't going to jog in no, jog no morning, you know, uh, around no country or no neighborhood that hate me. That's like, that's like me going to the backwoods of Mississippi and taking a jog. We, we, we already see somebody killed last year for jogging. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to um, go over well. But before we even get to the jogging, uh, uh, Scott Norton talks about how they want to go play some pool. It took the lady about two hours to clear them to be able to go get pool balls to play pool. And he hit one of the pool balls, and it fell, and it hit uh, on the marble floor, and then the, the, the sergeants went off. Which, by the way, they were being followed by these guards everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everything was bugged. Everything was bugged. Even when Scott left his room, he would go down to the Christmas Wilds room. You see somebody's, somebody's outside guard in each room like, my God. Why would he go to an empty room? Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. So there was an incident where they bring up about two Cold Scorpio and Hawk. And there an incident was where they was about to get on this bus and because Hawk was hanging out with Ric Flair and, and two Cold Scorpio had an issue with Flair because he felt as though that uh, Flair had got him fired from WCW years earlier. He had still had a grudge against him. So Ric Flair was supposed to get on the bus and then uh, I don't know if it wasn't enough room or something like that but then Tuco made a comment said yeah that pussy can go ride with somebody else and Hawk turned around and said what did you say and he said what part do you not hear I said that pussy or can go ride with somebody else so Hawk gets mad he gets and he's now Tuco claims that he called him the n-word and then he's like, all right, so what you going to do? So Hawk gets up. He swings at him. He he missed. And then two coaches just start laying on him with, like, all these different, like, like fire punches to the face. And they had to try to come break them up. Two cold takes off his shirt, gets, like, a karate kick right to Hawk, right to his face, and just creates space between them. And it sounds pretty much like Hawk got his ass whooped. You still there for that's what it sound like. That's what it sound like. Now Scott Norton, who obviously probably is friends with Hawk, uh, claimed that he was suffering from hepatitis C because of all the shit. Hawk, Hawk did a lot of shit. We've seen that other dark side of the ring. Hawk did a lot of shit. 
and he he said that he was on this this this, this medicine that uh makes you nauseous, gives you flu-like symptoms, you know, just makes you very weak. And he said, now if he had faced the real Mike, he would have killed him. Oh, sure. So here's I mean like fine if you would if it's not my it's not up to me to be like hey who would have won that fight if you're gonna that's your friend you're gonna put you know protect your friend I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say too cold ain't a legit guy you know what I'm saying because you know he he could be a legit bad like don't fuck with me yeah but that's like that's like somebody saying you know Nate Nate Robinson could have beat Jake Paul you know if he you know had some better shoes. Yeah, I, I guess his saying his excuse was he won at hundred percent. But here's the thing: whether he, this is the thing I'm thinking: whether this man is at hundred percent, or he's on drugs, or he's weak because of the drugs he's taking to help try to make him feel better. You swung at me, so by definition, you about to get your ass hit. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, it'd be different if he, if Too Cold seen this man is obviously sick. He's not at hundred percent. And he go over there and pick on him and just whoop his ass because he ain't do nothing. Then that's being a bully. But according to him, you know, so he he wanted to defend for Ric Flair and he wanted to take a swing and then Too Cold got, whooped his ass. So they uh, what what comes next? Is this is this when Scott Norton tries to call his wife? Probably. Yeah, going so, all over the place. Might as well. Yeah, so well, uh, so Scott Norton back at the hotel, he tries to call his wife, and he calls his wife. He's like, "Yo, he finally gets through." He says, "Yo, you don't know what we kind of we've been dealing with over here." His wife thinking he out there partying with the boys and stuff like that, and drinking out there, him and the horn and cheating and stuff. And he was just like, "No, you don't understand. You know, it, we we in Korea. This is it's shit over here." And then the phone is <laughs> sure. Went, that's what her name is. <laughs> what Korea. No, I I said he said it's bad over no, here. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying he said yeah, I'm in no Korea. Sure, that's what her name is. That's oh, get it, saying. I get it. I, I should just say yeah. So then the phone goes that he said I thought she hung up on me. Then all of a sudden, somebody called his door said you need to come with me, and he was scared out of his mind. He gets in this room and then he said this is one guy that speaks perfect English. He says you cannot say anything negative about North Korea. We are superior. We are the best country that's out there. And you can't be bad talk about that because Scott North felt as though that they, they would have put a bullet in his head right there. And he felt as though that if it wasn't for Antonio Inoki being there and Muhammad Ali, he would have been dead. I mean, let's just face it. I'm surprised Scott Steiner didn't kill everybody and start a war. <laughs> let's I, be I, I, I can see the Steiner brothers doing some stuff like that. That's why I, I wanted even to hear Steiner, from Steiner just brother. got by himself. Scott. Imagine imagine if that would have been Scott Steiner when he hit the ball and the ball would have went on the floor and they would have took all the stuff from him. Can you imagine what Scott Steiner... <laughs> <laughs> that's going to start a war. I'm telling you right now. For Scott Steiner, your damn skip is going to start a war. That, that, that's crazy. That is crazy right there. Uh... I think that's the hardest story I have believing. You mean to tell me if Scott Steiner was on his P's and Q's the whole time? No, he wasn't. And that's why I wanted to know about that. Also, Eric Bischoff said early in the morning he wanted to go for his his jog, his little workout, and he was going for a jog. And then he said as he said it was dark out there, it was it was nobody out there. And as he was running, he said as you know, more of the daylight started coming, people started waking up, people were just looking at him 
like they were feared and shocked because he this is this this American guy is running through uh <laughs> um the, the 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 whole neighborhood and he he's an American he doesn't understand what's going on and did, did, it's almost like that scene in life which which one in life the one where uh, the dude is running away the dude the one where the dude is running away and everybody's looking at him oh like, yeah what are you doing yeah, you you right. He said he said it it it, 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 it you know creeped them out. And also when they also got off the plane the first time, that's when remember the, the lady told him you were the uh the only the seventh American that has not has, has walked through a career that's not either been killed or captured. Uh-huh. Well, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much because yeah, that that, nice that, makes me, that makes you feel great. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness. So um we get to the, the the big event that they had. They according to what what happened, they forced everybody to to be there. If they did not if they did not come, it's a bullet. Then they stopped. No, it was like, hey man, everybody's really turning out because they come to see Flair and they come to see all that and he says, No man. It's a bullet in the head. If these people don't show up. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. They packed in a hundred and ninety eight thousand people. We still got more people than WrestleMania, though. Exactly. That's what Two Cold said. He said the only thing I got over Hulk Hogan is that you know I said I wrestled in front of uh, what was it um hundred and ninety eight people, no uh, ninety eight thousand people twice, and Hulk Hogan can't say he said he he did that, and I was like. Damn, that's that that's true shit. So I was like, okay, so but uh, the, the show they said it was dead quiet. If anybody knows about a Japanese show, knows that those shows are dead quiet, and it, it, they do it out of respect and honor. And then he said a lot of people were just looking because they did not understand what was going on when it came to like professional wrestling. And you see, you see the crowds in their face when you're trying to understand it. Then, of course, the main event came along when it was uh, Ric Flair and Antonio Inoki. And then eventually, that was the what got the crowd into it a little bit. And then they 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 won over the crowd. So I thought I thought that I thought that was I don't, cool. I think they didn't. I don't think they won over the crowd person, but I think they used Ricky Ricky Danza. That was his man. He was a uh, he used to be his manager. Mm-hmm. So he was Korean. They said, "Hey, I used to have a career manager. Cheer for me!" So that's why they started cheering for Anoki. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. So, uh, but uh, it seemed like everything was, you know, the, the show seemed to be success. They, they had him in the palm of the hand. They started cheering at the end of the show. There was, uh, they were also invited to this. I don't know if this was a palace thing or something like that, but this is the whole Muhammad Ali run up the stairs thing where he took off his jacket, he ran up the stairs, started doing the shadow boxing. And then uh, Scott Norman was like, oh man, you know what I'm saying? That made my trip and Too Cold said the same thing. But we're not done with Too Cold and Hawk. Not by a long shot. Because... Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest at all. So what happens is... uh, Tuco said, look, man, look, we, we on the peace treaty, man, and we, we should be out here by peace, so let's squash this thing. So Hawk swings and hits him again. So, and then he says, all right. Didn't learn this lesson. 
Yeah, he's like, all right then, man. Okay, so I ain't gonna just let him discard there. Hit me then. So they went to dinner, and they had these two little steel chopsticks. So he stashes one in his pocket, and he is rumored with, with uh, Crispin. So, oh um, my god, <laughs> yo, peep this. So he's out there sharpening this this chopstick right in this window frame, and he was like, you know, make it a stick. He said, yo. My daddy went to jail, you know. Say I know how to, I know how to make this, and then and Crispin uh, was like, "Yo, what are you doing?" He said, "Yo, I'm about to kill that motherfucker. I'm about to go kill Hawk." He said, "Whoa, whoa, Crispin, why?" I had to say his whole name was being the force of reason to to Tuco for not, not killing not somebody. Kill somebody. Yeah, the irony. <laughs> the, the, yeah, don't kill that. Don't kill that person. But I get to kill everybody I want to. Is it, bro, the irony? Like, it was funny if Tuco said that, like, yo, bro, the irony of what he told me. And he was like, no, because he said, if, he said, they got our pets and everything. And if you kill, if you go out and kill Hulk, he said, then you will be stuck here for the rest of your days. Because he won't be able to get back to, he won't be able to, able to get back to Japan or get back to U, U, the United States at all. And he was just like, all right, fine. So, Fast forward to part th- part three of the meetup. He said he sees Hawk, and they both get on the elevator together. They ain't saying that. And he says, look, all right, man, so what you want to do? And he, he comes over. He claims, he said that he apologized. He didn't have his steroids. He didn't have his drugs. Or he didn't have anything uh, left on him. So he said, I just lost my temper that day. He said, you know, so I, apolog- I accept your apology. Uh, okay. You accept my apology? Fine. Then he said, all right, but when we get back to Japan, if you want to squash this, we can squash this. Or Tokyo, whatever he said, but it, it just never happened. So, uh, you know, I, I like the B-roll, the B-roll of him still pulling that thing out of his pocket just in case. <laughs> Chopsticks. What? You know, the B-roll where they had them, like, the people uh, interpret, like, doing the... Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he was still pulling the chops inside his pocket just in case. Exactly, like yo, bro. Like, so what you gonna do? Yo, first of all, was that story crazy or what? I, mean, I thought it was a funny story. Do you funny think Too Cold could actually kill Hawk? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With chopsticks, I mean, depends on where, where at, yeah. I mean, hey, if they could have that whole stabbing thing with Sid Vicious and Arn Anderson, I'm pretty sure. They can, Which uh, should also be a dark side of the ring. Yeah, that, it, I'm like, where is that story at? Where is the Sid Vicious Arn Anderson thing? Because both of them don't work for WWE no more. Yeah, maybe Arn. Arn when I got stabbed, right? Yeah. So maybe. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe he just don't want to talk about it. Who knows? Uh, when they uh finally end the show and they come back and uh they get their passports back and they get a plane and they, when they land in Tokyo. Ric Flair with his three thousand dollars suit on and his gators gets down on the pavement and kisses the ground and says, I love Japan. Glad to be out of North Korea. And uh, I think he's supposed to give like a speech or something. I remember he's supposed to give like a speech. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm not sure if he did or not, but uh to, as of right now, the Pillman and this one on my favorite Dark Side of the Rings, the Nick Gage one to me was forgettable. And it's so not it forgettable, but informative. It, it was informative. I mean, the, the, the man had a life, but 
if, if you're asking me which one do I enjoy more between him and New Jack, it's going to be New Jack. It's going to obviously. It's, I'm going to see like New Jack did more in the wrestling business. He was more. Well, oh, now. Well, now. <laughs> you I do mean, that much. <laughs> And I was like, it, it just seems like Nick Gage has the whole deathmatch pro wrestling biography of any other deathmatch worker. So that's the only thing I, I can I can, uh, think of. We'll see what happens in the Warrior. Oh, oh yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens in the Warrior one also. So, <laughs> all right, guys. So now we're, we're going to try to finish it out with um, last week's Wednesday Night War or. Uh, who won the war? I need to probably call something because they don't come on Wednesdays no more. But I mean, AEW obviously won the war, so yeah, well, they, they definitely did. But so, who won the week? <laughs> so, let's see who had the better show between NXT and AEW. I'm surprised you didn't say like uh, Brian Zane, who wore it better. You know what? I ain't want to steal it from him, <laughs> I didn't want to steal who wore it better from him, but. So, this week, NXT got the main event, steel cage match for the North American Championship, Gorgano taking on Bronson Reed, and then also we have the debut of Hit Row, and on the AEW side, (laughs) on the AEW side, we uh, have some pretty good matches, even uh, as um, the the Varsity Blondes actually main event a show uh, for the first time, and then we we get... uh, Nah, that's not the first time. Is, is it? Nah, that, they did it before with Cody. Oh. Or was that the gun club? I'm not I don't necessarily remember. sure. I know whoever did it was with Cody. It was Cody and like a tag team. Okay. And then, of course, uh, we got that uh, that that TNT. Uh, oh, no, that, that was the promo because he won last week. But, yeah. So, let's get on to it here. So, uh, NXT. Well, where we go? Uh, NXT st- starts off with Tony Storm versus Zoe Stark. You know, Zoe Stark's light was shining bright when she first got here, but I think they gave her too much too too soon. If that makes sense, she's not experienced though, like at all. No, I, I, that's what I'm saying they gave her too much too soon in the beginning. Like they they started giving her big wins over these big uh, some 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 solid names and then now all of a sudden she's just going back down this losing streak so I was just like they y'all tried to, um, they tried to do her like how uh, AEW was doing Layla Hirsch okay yeah so I mean like, but, uh, honestly you, you gotta just come in there and you gotta earn your time you just go in there and you gotta job out unless you like a big star they're gonna push you to the moon then once you job out then you start getting the a win streak going, and then that's how you, you know, do it. Yep. So, uh, she kicks out the uh, Storm Zero, so for the first time. So, uh, but Storm can't believe it, but she hits a brand new finisher for the uh, for for the win. Trying to refocus. Oh! So it, it, it looks like quite dangerous, actually. Like, like she like falls like right on the back on the back of her head. Like I'm actually watching the clip right now. Of the of the way the way it's kind of like a like a spiking kind of DDT type thing, mm-hmm. and it it, it, just, it just look it look fucking brutal. But yeah, so I was like, yeah, she's not she, she she's not uh, necessarily ready for this, and it, it sucks because like I said, y'all y'all was pushing her so quickly, 
But now y'all just have her just, you know, doing this. Uh, we're backstage with Raul Mendoza and Hakeem Wild for an interview that they don't know where Escobar is. But he starts talking about MSK and with Action Champ appear and say uh, they should get MSK's name out their mouths because they haven't beaten them. And we don't say they can change that tonight that Thatcher accepts in Spanish. So I'm like, oh, God. I, how do you feel about Thatcher and, and, and Chompass's tag team? Uh, hate it. <laughs> Why is Chomp even doing this? I don't know, but it's stupid. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling either. But you know what? I'm, now, you know what I'm not feeling? I, I, I gave you shit about this. But what I'm not feeling is this camera grounds and Ted DiBiase thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, now you don't feel it. Look, look, oh. bro, I like the I like the hip hop video of Tuda Boo. I, I like it. He get money, money, money. He get money. Tuda. I like that, that. That was funny. But this whole million dollar man thing is bothering the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he arrives at the early. He's walking the parking lot. Talks to the keys. So Jake Adams tells tell the parking. And I just back, and then he says, Teddy Biasi has the spot. And I'm like, we're really doing this Teddy Biasi thing. Fine, whatever the case may be. Uh, Indy Hartwell, Candice LeRae are getting spot treatments. And uh, Indy badmouths Dexter Loomis, who is actually the one giving her a massage. What the hell happened to Dexter Loomis? And then uh, he walks off. But then uh, finally, you know, Candice, and it talks some more, but then Indy realized that Dexter actually does like her, and she, she wants him back, and I'm like, this needs to end, too. Oh, oh. This whole Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis thing needs to end, like, ASAP. No, I, think, I think it's going well. I think this week was too much. The last couple weeks were, were okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe I should have ended when he took her to the back uh, when she was injured. Oh, the whole Kane and China thing? Yeah. It should have uh-huh. ended there. We get a look at Finn Balor versus Karen Cross next week. We, we already know Karen Cross is going to win. Uh, Jake Atlas takes on Cameron Grimes in a in, in her usual Cameron Grimes matchup. Uh, Grimes goes to the corner and wants to double stop, but Ted DiBiase distracts him, and Atlas is the springboard roll-up for the win. And I'm like, this we're really doing this kind of storyline with Cameron Grimes and DBIC. He can't even face DBIC. Like the whole GameStop thing was fine, but that was two months ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, he, what he gonna do? Get Ted Jr.? Yeah, oh, oh, where is Ted DBIC Jr.? It's just like where uh, DH Smith is. Because I did like D, uh, Ted DBIC Jr. I ain't gonna lie, I did like him. Uh, Cameron Grimes is furious. Uh, Grimes stumbles to the ramp to the parking lot looking for DiBiase, and then he's par- uh, DiBiase. Uh, Limousine is parked outside, and uh, Grimes says to get DiBiase. He runs on the window, says, "Not bad, kid. You're still a million dollar man." As he drives off laughing. So whatever. Uh, we get a Brasserie interview promo about the, the you know 14 year journey. Pete does a sit down interview, uh, talk about him being an NXT champion. I don't. I, I, don't uh, I don't like the 14 year journey. You know, like the fourteen-year journey no, promo. No, because he hasn't been there in in like a year. Like I'm saying, like he hasn't been there signed for a year yet. Uh huh. So you can. But, call I, I guess. Like, I guess maybe he's talking about what he did in the Indies or something. Well, but I'm saying like he wasn't even a big name then. Mm. It's like Gargano or Ciampa doing it makes sense. Like, you know, Michaels when he won, but 
You've only been here for less than a year. And you gotta it's it's, kind, it's kind of like the whole Bull Dempsey thing. Yeah, it just ain't. It ain't. It don't. It don't. I don't know. I just don't like. It. I got you. Um, Alexander Wolf before he left <laughs> with Imperium versus Killian Dane with Drake Maverick. Killian Dane wins his matchup. He has to cross body for the win. Mm-hmm. Uh. After the match, uh, you know, uh, Eichner and what's his name? Bartel. Bartel look annoyed with Wolf and help him uh, up pose with him to attack him. And then Wolf is better and then hit with the Euro Bomb. So that's how we getting out of this. That's how he got released. So you know, that's how that happened. Uh, I think he, his 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 actual thing ran out not a release. Say what? His actual contract ran out, not, a, not he didn't get released. Oh, okay. Timothy Thatcher and Tomas Chama take on Legato Del Fantasma. I can't admit that the, that the match was pretty cool at times because he got four good wrestlers in there, but still the team of Chopper and Thatcher still questions me. And the fact that they lose is bad because Fantasma hits the Russian leg sweep kick and score the win on Chopper. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? Okay, yeah, we got to break this thing up because it's not working out. Uh, I miss most of the interviews in the backstage. Uh, we, we have... Uh, this should have been... It should have been got broken up, honestly. Say what? Alright. It should have been got broken up. You, I agree with you. Aaliyah with Robert, for the Robert Stone brand, which has gone nowhere, versus Saray. Saray wins the matchup with the with the Sato suplex for the win. Then we get the premiere. Uh, huh? See, Saray should be how, it's probably going to be like how EO is. Because EO was there for a while, but she was just there. And then, like, she turned heel and then just became yeah, a superstar. Yeah, she seemed like Kyrie Zane's, like, little part of it. But she turned heel and started wearing them, wearing all that leather. Then, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Serena is, is actually very good. But, uh, you know, you wouldn't know that. Well, she has a better Sato suplex than Karrion Cross. Yeah, because that's that's their specialty. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, Josh. Then we get the the day. Uh, where's our Emma Moon Shazzy Blackheart say that they want they're no more uh, they're no more contenders and they want back the uh, the gold and I think I like it on them anyway. Then we get the premiere of Hero versus Tony Nese and Arian Devar. We get us a top dollar and Shanti Diadonis represent Hit Row the tag team. Uh, this is Swerve's new group with uh, top dollar Shanti Diadonis, uh, Swerve Scott, and B Fab. Cause she be oh, fast. She's actually on TV now. Yeah, so I was like, she's outside so, for a, a, a while. So yeah, I heard that she was actually pretty pretty good. Is that true? She was solid, but now she was um she was inside for a while, but she been, she been playing like security guards and all that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah, because I I want to see what she can do. Like, because obviously. When NXT, by, by the time they're hearing this, when NXT come on, I want to see if they're going to do something else with them. But I like the entrance. I, I'm liking the theme. Low key, I'm kind of feeling Hit Row. Low key. I ain't say it's there yet. It, it ain't like my love for the Hurt Business, which they just destroyed. But, you know, I am feeling Hit Row. I'm not. Okay, so what, what's it about Hit Row that you're not feeling yet? Yet. You just ain't doing nothing. Every 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 uh every faction start off good for two weeks, except retribution. 
It's yeah. Well, the Herbis has had a good uh about a good year run before they killed that shit off. So But they when they started like solid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like nah, I'm not feeling this right now. Alright, yeah. Well let's see how it plays out. Hero, you know, wins and then you know they get on the microphone and then uh Swerve says they're hot and heat rises. Swerve said doesn't care who wins tonight because he's going to be watching close. And if you didn't know, now you do. So, uh, huh. North American Championship, uh, uh, main event for the North American Championship, which I think was the, the match of the night. Uh, Gorgano taking on Bronson Reed. Uh, these guys really put it all in there. Even Bronson Reed, as big as he is, taking a poison runner from Gorgano was crazy. Austin Theory's on the side trying to screw over uh, Bronson Reed. And he's on the, 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 the steel step door. And Bronson Reed pushes the door and it's like slams against the cage where Austin Theory's at. So as as Bronson's trying to get out, Austin Theory pushes the door free back into the cage door. I was like, oh my gosh, this is how Gorgano's going to retain. But uh, Bronson Reed uh, fights uh, counters with Gorgano's two count. And then. Uh, he goes and hits one splash. I forgot what he calls that big splash he calls. Uh, oh, the, the tsunami off the ropes. Then uh, he goes and hits another tsunami for the win. And Bronson Reed is your new North American champion. How do you feel about it? I don't like it. Really? You don't like Bronson Reed as a champion? Nope. nope. I've been, been feeling him since he got there. Is it because he's thick boy? No, I just don't like his. I just his style just ain't natural. With me. I think I like. I, said, I, th- I think he's all right. I like seeing them because you. You. I remember you said pushing, pushing other guys. So they're taking the opportunity to push other guys now. All right. I just don't. I just his style. Um, I guess I just ain't feeling his style yet. Okay. Cause they make him. They make him. They make him to be quote unquote so big to where he's unstoppable but then he's like falling from punches from Gargano. Okay, so they're saying they they build him very inconsistent. Yes. They build him to be like how how who was it? Was it Tugboat? Every time he walked the camera shake. Oh yeah. No, Typhoon. Typhoon. <laughs> wow, I remember those days. Every time he walked in it it was shake. But then you know he didn't. But he didn't go down by like, uh, you know, regular people. No solo regular people. Uh huh. Then Bronson Reed take a take a punch from Gargano. He fall on the ground. It's like, you know, it's not the same. I I, I get you. Well, now it's time to move on to AEW Dynamite. And for AEW Dynamite here, we got a lot of things going on here. Uh, because it's Wednesday night. You know what that means? It's Jim Ross. And I open the contest. Not how he says it. How should Jim Ross say it? It is Wednesday night, and you do know what that means. <laughs> you will add a word every you week. will criticize it for that. Do he adds word every week? Yep. Oh. So uh, we have Christian Cage starting off against Matt Sydal in our opening contest. Taz is on the commentary for the matchup. Both uh, Christian Cage and Matt Sydal are going to be interested in the Casino Battle Royal. For double nothing that we talked, to, that we did predictions on, which you guys will see Saturday before the show. So, uh, Sadel surprised Christian Cage with a knee strike. 
catching him in the jaw, but Seidel tried for a steady moonsault, but Christian Cage got his knees up in time and hit the kill switch on Seidel for the pin. So he's still undefeated at 3-0 in uh, AEW so far. Ricky Starks mm-hmm. walks up to the ramp. He said, I'm letting you know right now, Christian Cage, our front and center between you and me, Christian Cage, we got some uh, business to handle. But, you know, he's still injured. He can't do anything right, right now. Uh, Stark, uh, Stark called out Team Taz to join him, but it was a trap. Brian Cage, Powerhouse Hobbs, uh, Airbrush, Christian Cage, and Sidell from behind. So, uh, next up, we get the acclaim. Max Caster and Anthony Bowen is taking on John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. yeah. What are the acclaim? Are they Puerto Rican? <laughs> I think they're, yeah, mixed with, like, yeah. Oh, they're like Afro-Latinas? I think so. I'm about to say, because I'm, I'm trying to figure out, it's like we got, we got like a uh, Patrick Mahomes thing going on one of them. Yeah. And I'm sitting like... So it's okay. probably the mix, Latina and white, and then black. Uh-huh. I'm not saying, you know, they can't be no colors of rap. I'm just, saying, I'm just just curious about, you know, who they are and everything like that. But uh, they waste no time. That they, I they, will say, uh, real quick, I do like... I do like Mox coming out to a wild thing. His uh, his version of it, I guess you call it. Uh-huh. I heard a lot of people didn't like that. Well, last week it was the actual. <laughs> last week it was the actual wild thing, like the. You mean the actual the, wild thing? Yes, yes. Oh, that's what uh, it was last week. The actual song. <laughs> this week it was a different. It was a more mox style version. Oh, okay. Why did like a like a why did rock come out there? The kicks is you know street New York music. I mean, I guess that's his official song. Now. They don't pay for it. Mm. They pay for both versions actually. So. <laughs> Okay. Oh yeah, so it's a, it's a decent tag team match. This is helped to build uh, Moxley and Kingston up for the Young Bucks at Double or Nothing, and mm-hmm. um, uh, we uh, Moxley hits a paradigm shift on Bowens, and, and, and they get the victory. Um, Tony Schiavone interviews all ego Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky in the ring. And Scorpio side goes back to the poem about Sting when I was a child. Sting was everything I love about pro wrestling. He was everything good about this business. And just like all the other little sick stingers, I wanted to be just like him. And then something happened. Time. You are not the same man you used to be. I am no longer a child. I'm a grown man warning you to step aside or I will put you down. So, in the either page, you know, just had the most Scorpio. You already proved that you can, you can put, uh, Put him down. We like I mean, technically, technically, he's right. But then again, he's not taking the spot from anybody. He just literally at ringside helping Darby. That's that's all he does. I mean, that's all he does. But that's what I'm saying. In this in this tag match that they're going to have a double or nothing, this should be the opportunity for Sting to put over Scorpio Sky. I think Scorpio Sky is the one that needs to be the push, not Ethan Page. Mm-hmm. Especially after that terrible ass match he had on Impact. With him and the karate man. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah we ain't talk about that. MJF and the Pinnacle were eating steak at a five star restaurant. And he said, if you decide sure to. Sure, it was. Sure, that yeah, wasn't in the building. That was definitely backstage because, first of all, it looked like red Kool Aid in them glasses. I don't know why. Why is darker than that? But, uh. uh it probably was why. What, what, why would the Pinnacle be drinking red Kool Aid? Come on now. <laughs> 
If you decide to stay up St. Pete, just know that you'll be your last match in the circle because we're the pinnacle and you're and the pinnacles you're always on top. Dr. Brent Baker, DMD, versus uh uh well excuse me, Rebel, not Reba, versus uh Sheeta is next. Uh so she comes out there, she doesn't need her crushes anymore. And uh she has a match with Wish Sheeta. Don't it don't take that much long because uh Sheeta does hit, hit the um what was it the, the, that knee to the face to, to Rebel and then uh gets the uh well actually she doesn't do that. She actually to the stretch the stretch muffler, which is kinda like the lockjaw that Brit Baker do and make uh Rebel tap out. And uh Brit Baker c- c- comes to the side and then she the uh cursed uh, well she cursed her she to the face onto the title belt so she's taking that championship. Chris Jericho and the inner circle are come out next to make an announcement and then to talk basically talk about the pinnacle to our talk is cheap and when he brought up the blood and gut stuff about you know the match they booed him and it, it was kinda like you know a lot and I think Jericho kinda went on and on too much more about this uh you know, this promo that we finally got to the point of double nothing. We're going to dance all over your face and piss all over your grave. So I was just like, all right. It wasn't one of the best Jericho promos in my opinion. How about you? No town hall statement is Jericho's best promo. But they don't too much. They don't like every week. Every week there's a town hall. The pinnacle or uh, uh, inner circle is a town hall. When you think about it, just look, look at the list every week. Of AEW, there's a inner circle twenty minute promo or a pinnacle twenty minute promo. Yeah, it's starting to get get like the authority. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they just, they just put it in the middle of the show, not at the beginning. Yeah, uh, Tony Schiavone asks Jay Cargo if she decided about you the manager. She says, "Well, I am uh, tired of reiterating myself. I'm my own boss." But then Mark Sterling interrupts and says, he "Just real quick, speaking of Jay." Mm-hmm. I feel comfortable saying this. I don't care, but her and her brother look exactly alike. I never seen her brother. Her, she posts a picture of her brother. Imagine Jade with dreads, and that's what her brother looks like. Wow! Like the same body type and everything. Wow! They just working. They just working out. Get cut together. She, she had posted a picture. She was like, "Imagine how I look." Now look at my brother. And everybody was like, "Well, I don't know what they family drinking." Yeah, well, Mark, Mark Sterling says he's unlike other potential managers. He said he was going to work for Jade, not the other way around. And then she said she'll think about it. Uh, so, NWA Women's Cha- uh, World Champion Serena D takes on Red Velvet. Best Red Velvet match I've seen. And it's only been like five. Yeah, well, I don't watch Dark and stuff like that much. But Serena D. They, they put on a damn good match. There was actually times I thought that she was going to win, but it's Serena D makes her tap out to, to that knee hook or that tequila sunrise that she puts her in. So uh, it was a good matchup. Anthony and Gogo with the factory versus Austin Gunn. Austin Gunn, which is one of Billy Gunn's kids. I'm like, my God, they, they just look so much alike. Uh, Austin Gunn is the, the most annoying one. Yeah, well. He it was hitting his dad's moves at the beginning, but he get, he goes down with that toxic hook, as they're calling him, as Cody looks at ringside, and then uh, he said that could be a difference maker, a double or nothing. So, um, I missed the whole backstage thing with SCU. The best man, Miro, came out to the ring, 
and the fans were saying we want Darby. He held the TNT Championship. He said, "Here's your Darby right here, being very heel uh, with it." But then um, the Murder Hawk, Lance Archer, comes out, and he says he he be damned if he don't walk out May 30th with the new TNT Champion as the new TNT Champion. So that's how we got that matchup, also. Yeah. And then they go they go about what's going on next week, stuff like that. But now it's time for our main event. Which is for uh, the tag team, the Young Bucks taking on uh, Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Grayson, the Varsity Blondes. Uh, the match is cool. I mean, they're doing heel Young Buck stuff in the matchup. I don't. I mean, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Oh uh, yeah, that's how that's how I feel about this run of the Young Bucks. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's basically I, I agree with you on that one. Uh, the, the Young Bucks pick up the win here. They're not much to talk about, but then. Uh, Moxley and Kingston come out to attack uh, the Young Bucks as, they, as they're as they celebrating. And then they just get stomped out by uh, Moxley and Kingston. And then uh, Kingston John Moxley stole the sneakers off the Young Bucks. So uh, that was basically AEW this week. So how did you feel? First of all, who won for you? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say for me, but I would give it to AEW. They, they slightly had a better show. I'm sorry, I'm giving it to NXT this week. Did well, you like Bronson Reed's match? Yeah, the match. cage the cage match was dope. That was the better main event than what this was. Hit Row is something I'm, I'm trying to get into, so I'm cool with that. Then you know, like I said, they had some other pretty decent things going on on there. Uh, when it comes to uh, AEW, I was like, oh, Varsity Blondes in the main event. The, the Young Bucks, I'm like, I'm not feeling that tag team. Jericho's promo went on a little bit too long. You know, it's just, it's just uh, a, a lot of things that I, I just wasn't feeling in AEW. But, I don't know. It's a lot of stuff I wasn't feeling in, in the Like I said, I wasn't feeling the hit road just shit. Cam McGrath saying I wasn't feeling. Or the uh, Andy Hartwell Dexter segment. I wasn't feeling, yeah, I wasn't feeling that either. There's a couple things I wasn't feeling in NXT. But guys, uh, that's going to be uh, our Wednesday War, so make sure you check. But it's not going to be a necessarily war thing going on because they're going to be too far apart this week with AEW coming on Friday and the NXT on Tuesday, so you can just forget all that. Uh, so we're not going to do that, but make sure you guys uh, you know, check us out. But now we're going to have to move on. Uh, we're going to end the podcast right here. So, <clears throat> hey guys, make sure you guys... Uh, Check out spacesphilly.com. I'm pretty sure part of. Check out all the things they have over there. Lulu Pop Plus One, Lulu Pop Horror Show, Market Dark, and both sides. Make sure you check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there as well. The No Gimmick City Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Gas with Talk Podcast, uh, Turn to Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Dropped Off Sober Tongues, Balls Downs Podcast. Also, make sure you guys check out as well uh, all of us on all the, the podcast apps Stitcher, iHeartRadio, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, all that great stuff. Check us out our snippets, especially the uh, No Gimmicks Needed Rewind on YouTube Premium if you guys have it. And also make sure you give my man some love because every Friday is uh, Prime Nostalgia Podcast along with Prime Conversations. So make sure you guys check out Prime Times Podcast and stuff he has as well. Check out Q-Flow's material that he has going on uh, with the rapping and the, the war drum and all the other stuff that he, he got coming out right now. The man is on a mission and I'm proud of him and stuff like that. So, 
Yeah, we got to end the show right there. Sorry for ending a little abruptly. Me and Prime will decide how we're going to handle the double or nothing situation this weekend. But you guys, we will still be back for another podcast next weekend. Uh, see what's up. School goes on the wrestling news. So, once again, this is NC and Place to Beat Show. I'm and not Deion but Primetime. All right, y'all. All right. And Q-Flow, wherever you're at, take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's nc Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offers the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer.